post also much over one of my own home. I packed with the VHS tapes of the trash server I grew up watching in a highly inappropriate age. Every week, I force my co-host, Kira J. Dolphins, and Brody McDonald to sit through a movie for us to discuss. So come on in, have a look around, and sign up for a membership. This is Weekend Video. All business? All business. Oh, business. Oh, you're ready to podcast now? <laughs> yeah, I am. Uh-huh. Oh, business. It's Christmas, so how about we find out if we deserve our presents? Welcome to the Weird Kid Christmas special. Are you going to deny me presents if you don't like the movies on my list? <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. I don't know if you have that power over me, but <laughs> now I'm scared. So our good friend, friend of the pod, Jody, what? has spent way too long this year going through our back catalogue and finding old business that we never got to. <laughs> I have therefore dubbed her the keeper of old business. That's fantastic. Uh, so far, she's managed to catalogue our first 14 episodes. Oh, my God. And so, and she said that she will continue on this work. Uh, so we'll, so here are some of the highlights. <laughs> Jody, I don't know you well, but much love. Yeah, so good job, mate. We have been secretly working on this for a long time. Whose <laughs> <laughs> like, like, idea was this? She just told me that she had been listening to back episodes and then starting to like write down old business we never got to. And I said, if you could do as many as you could before Christmas and give them to me, I would appreciate that. Oh, there's going to be so many here are some highlights. In Jim Carter, I couldn't remember the name of the actress that played Supergirl. It's Helen Slater. In Salute of the Jugger, Brody promised to kiss all of our listeners on the mouth. I don't think he started doing that yet. I mean, I'm still willing. In Trances, we teased that we might do commentaries. <laughs> oh, yeah. That ain't happening. Yeah, I still reckon we should have a sleepover and do a couple. I'm saving it for the Patreon. Um, <laughs> we wondered about what the first movie to use a bullet time effect was. She looked it up. It was Kill and Kill Again from 1981. Oh, God bless you, Jenny. We never find out, found out what this slang word Irene means in, in the race. <laughs> <laughs> in best of the best, we questioned whether or not you could pop in a joint via a leg or an armbar, and apparently it depends. You can, but it could be very dangerous. <laughs> in rapid fire, we never answered the question if it is in fact nice doing business with you. <laughs> <laughs> it isn't. That's actually not one of Jody's. That was me just having That's a good time. That's a good one. In the gate. We didn't understand why the US is obsessed with slipcases. They still <laughs> suck, by the way. They suck. I don't know what you're doing. Jody did some research and tells us that they were the standard in the US instead of clamshells, which is why people have a lot of nostalgia for them. Uh-huh. Uh, on thrashing, I told people to get fucked in regard to old business, which Jody thinks was rude, and my answer <laughs> to her is get fucked and make your own goddamn podcast. <laughs> Brody almost promised to do TikTok dances for reviews. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> If you will review, you let me know what you want. <laughs> he takes requests. Yeah. In Trances 2, yes, Joel Edgerton was the orc in Bright. Who gives a fuck? Jody <laughs> was disappointed in our anime harem discussion. Uh, mm-hmm. Sorry, I was too busy having actual sex in my 20s. I mean, porque lo estos? Moving forward. Next year, we might have Jody periodically on the show to call us out about our business, but chances Mad. are that once she catches up with this episode, this idea will also be old business. So uh, <laughs> nice doing old business with you, Jody. <laughs> that's fantastic. That was great. Thank you, Jody. That yeah, that's fantastic. Yeah. That's such an effort. Like Thank you so much. We're, apparently, we, we also rated very highly on her Spotify wrapped because of how much she fucked. Yeah. Thank you to Jody. And uh, if you don't know who Jody is, listen to our Evil Dead episode where she guested. 
Yeah. Yeah. And if we, if we rated things as well, we, uh, uh, she's, got Twitch she's on stream. Twitch. Yeah. yeah. Um, we'll link it. <laughs> yeah, we'll say we'll link it. <laughs> <laughs> um, there was more. There that's, was that's there was more old business, yeah, by the yeah. way. <laughs> there was there was more. They were just like literally the highlights. Yeah. <laughs> Every sure. single episode, there was something. <laughs> I, when I listen to two episodes back to back, there's so many things that I get wrong. Yeah. <laughs> Well, if we ranked highly in anybody else's Spotify wrapped, please let us know and we'll shout you out I'm next year. I'm fucking stoked about that. I didn't listen to music enough to get a wrapped. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, Jesus the Christ. fact that I made it onto someone's, oh, makes me feel so good. Mm-hmm. You need to listen to more music. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> you gotta stop scrolling fucking reels, dickhead. Bro, that and podcasts. I just am a slave to podcasts. Mm-hmm. New business. New business. This episode, it is our version of Spotify Wrapped. It's Weird Kid Christmas. We are running down our favorite movies for whoop, the whoop. year 2023. Yeah, boy, I'm excited. So last year we did this where each person just took turns and did their whole list. And then by the end of it, you guys had already said all the movies that were on my ah, list. smart. So this yeah. year we're going to do a roundtable. But before we start, I just want to ensure that we are talking about our four and five star movies. Why? Not, not Why? every movie that we saw this year. <laughs> Why, why are you looking at me, guys? I would allow you to slip a 3.5 in if you kind of like almost loved it, like a high 3.5. But okay. we're not doing, Brody, okay. is talking about the movies that we didn't like this year. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I saw this movie. It wasn't very good, but, you know, it was okay. <laughs> right. I see what, what's going on. You but, guys hate me. <laughs> no, you just didn't listen to the assignment last year. <laughs> yeah. So before we get into it, we need to talk about my statistics for this year, Ooh, because of course okay. I log everything that I watch um, on Letterboxd. So last year I had watched 262 movies and I was pretty disappointed with that. Pretty disappointed in myself. Did you beat it? Well, my goal was to beat it and I was on track and fairly confident by like mid-year. A few months ago I was talking to Kira and bemoaned the fact that I'd love to have gotten to a movie a day and hit 365. Yeah. Right. Uh, but there was no way that that was going to happen. Well, as of December 3rd, which is when we were recording this episode, I watched 367 movies. Nice. This year. You fucking animal. <laughs> according to um, uh, according to Letterboxd, I watched 63. Wow. I guarantee you 61 of them were with, with me. <laughs> wow. I average 7.6 movies a week or 30.6 movies a month. That's fucked. Yep. It's a great That's time. It's just so many movies. That's fucked, I man. can do better next year. That's 14 hours of your day, pretty much. 14 hours of my day? Oh, seven a week, <laughs> sorry. 14 hours <laughs> of your week. My bad, my bad, my bad. Yeah, I watch a movie every night. Oh, that's cool. Pretty much. Uh, I try to, unless there's something going on, I have podcast business, I have business business, I have whatever, child business. I try and put a movie on at like, at like 9.30, 7 o'clock. And then he watches a few during the day and on then, like weekends. And weekends, and weekends I might. Like, so last, I don't work Mondays anymore. Oh, yeah, because you work from home uh, with uh, our son, well, so therefore you can I, I get through more f- movies. I watch four movies on Monday that's this week. That's probably that what's yesterday. changed because you were like, like you said, you said you no, didn't think but, that you would hit it. But, but also it just made it more consistent thing to like uh, instead of watching tv when you go to bed i put a movie on now right yeah i yeah. just just put a movie so on how instead. many do you think that you can get next year i don't know i'd like to break 400 oh yeah 
Yeah, we'll see how we go. My most watched actor was Keanu Reeves with 11 movies. Nice. That makes sense. I rewatched the Matrix yeah. trilogy mm-hmm. and then John Wick movies, right? My most watched director was Michael Bay with seven movies. That's concerning. Uh, yeah, that's no, tainted. That is tainted, though, because I watched all five Transformers movies right after our son was born when I was up late at night trying to take care of him and I needed something on that I didn't have to pay attention to. Yeah, ah. fair. So my second and intentional most watched mm. was... Uh, Aussie director George Miller, who I watched six of his movies. Very cool. Yeah, That makes more sense. Yeah. So shall we begin to talk through our list of yeah. favourite movies? Of are we starting with one? Mine are, Mine are not ranked. Kira's are unranked. Mine are ranked. Are yours ranked? Yeah. Start from the start from the bottom and work our way and work our way to the top. Does it matter that mine aren't ranked? It doesn't matter. Okay. Yeah. So okay. we're just gonna go around the table, say a movie that way, and then I will just what I will do is cross the movies that Kira says is her favorite off her lit off my list because there's probably a lot of crossover. And then um and then that'll leave me with what I need to talk about once you guys are all out of movies because I have 14 movies on my list. Okay. I don't Birdie have has that many. two. <laughs> uh, no, I have a few. I have I spent yesterday I got I got Amazon Prime, not an ad, and, and started watching a couple of movies. So I should <laughs> she's tried to catch up. Well, I, I figured did. the ones that I I got a list of the ones that I should have watched this year that I wanted to, and then I crossed off the ones that I thought you guys were gonna talk about. So I that left me with a smaller right, list. To get sure. through. I did do a I did go through my about a week ago, two weeks ago, I went through my watch list and looked at what I had left for this year. Yeah. I saw pretty much everything that I wanted to see this year, except for a couple. Actually, I might hit them hit them quickly. Two yeah, movies, let's let's do that. Two first. movies that I didn't see yet that I wanted to see from my watch list were Bottoms, comedy that that uh, apparently is fantastic, and in cinemas, but not where we are. Godzilla minus one, the new Japanese oh, Godzilla movie. Okay, that, from all accounts, is is incredible. Oh, I want so to see probably, that too. Probably would have made would have made my list. Yeah. My yeah, my honorable too. mentions are they clone Tyrone, looks really really good. Yeah, uh, I saw it. Is it not on my list? Not on your list. Just not I good. I actually didn't like it. But yeah. Oh, okay. Doesn't mean you wouldn't. Doesn't mean yeah, you wouldn't. Yeah, I think Please, I might. It's my it my taste. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. It, it would look good. It looks kind nice. of surrealist. It looks like surreal kind of magic realism kind of black comedy. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. 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 Okay. Into the Spider Verse too. Not you guys' vibe. So it's an honorable mention for I'm me. I'm surprised that you had, didn't see that. Actually. Yeah, I thought it actually, should be on your list. Yeah. It actually is my vibe. Totally my vibe. Yeah. The first movie is one of my was my favorite movie of the year. That I the, didn't know that. that movie came out because even though I'm not into superheroes, the style and the storytelling were, were it's incredible. It's crazy, right? Um, Across the Spider-Verse didn't make my list this year because it felt like half a movie because it is part one of two movies. Oh, so I didn't know like that. Yeah, so there's another one coming. Okay. And it, it basically ends in the middle of the story. Uh, right. Also, it ends in the middle of the story and, that, and the first one goes for two and a half hours, which I do not understand. <laughs> anyway. Okay. Yep. Um, um, I wanted to see Creed. Creed 3. Creed is another one. Yeah. I saw Creed 3. I not, feel like not on my list. Oh, I feel like this one will be in your list, but I haven't seen it. Mm-hmm. Last Voyage of the Demeter. I fucking hated it. Oh, what? Yeah, one star. One okay, star. I'm watching that today. Yeah. I feel like I'm going to disagree with you. No, I. It was just like dull, and it has, and the the um the effects for Dracula were awful, and yeah, I just didn't like it. It's just dumb. Okay. And it also ends with a tease set up. Sorry, spoilers. Ends with a tease set up for another movie that doesn't make any sense because the next movie is fucking Dracula. Yeah. Oh, right. <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, I also have the worst movie of the year. Can we do that at some point? Uh, we don't really That's do not really, really what we do, do on this podcast. Yeah, yeah true. We're pro people. But yeah. if you just want to tell us off pod. 65. God, that was 
Fucking one of my honorable mentions almost made my best of list. I fucking really enjoyed myself with that with that movie. I look like it wasn't a bad time watching it, but it's not a good movie. No, but but it's After Earth. If After Earth was okay, no, uh, okay, sure, no, it's not. But I enjoyed what I enjoyed of it. Like I thought the visual effects were a little do- were a little dodgy here and there, but I yeah. enjoyed the simplicity the simplicity of it. Yeah. It's a simple science fiction movie, survival movie. I thought Adam Driver was really good. I thought the central relationship was really, was, was yeah, it was all predictable. There was nothing, yeah. there was nothing like, and it was well done. And you know how. There was so much of it that was unnecessary though. What it what was unnecessary. It's a fucking 90 minute movie with a guy, with a guy trying to survive from dinosaurs. Yeah. Just, I, I mean the emotional plot line. It was just, it felt like. Oh, I liked it. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. I'm a new father. Eh, I don't know. Yeah, okay, fair. Anyway, so 65 was uh, was honorable message. My other honorable mention that didn't make my list was Boston Strangler, which I really enjoyed as well. That's on my list. I yeah. didn't hear that one. Yeah, we'll talk, well, we can talk about it when we get, when okay. We get to it. Okay, so let's actually talk through our list. Yeah. Who's going to go first? I'll go first with Boston Strangler. <laughs> the city is for some glamorous, stimulating, prosperous. Only recently has it become dangerous. something. Three women were strangled over the last two weeks. You're on the lifestyle desk. You're not covering a homicide. I think the murders are connected. Another woman was strangled. Just came over the wire. I'm killed in the follow-up. You don't have a story. How many women have to die before it's a story? They just confirmed number four. Police aren't talking. Never seen them this tight-lipped about anything. I don't care if it's one killer or four. We're going to catch whoever did this. Boston police, hands on the wall. We had him. We just let him walk away. Everything lines up with him. His history, the progression of the crimes, everything. You know how many people I've gone down the rabbit hole with? It's a dead end every time with this case. What do you think you're going to find out there? When is this going to stop, Loretta? I need you to call in a favor. Be quick. I don't want to get fired tonight. Any lawyer worth a dime would pick this apart. You really want to use this paper to tear down the police department? If anyone else was blowing it this badly, we'd have put it on the front page a long time ago. I need you to take down an address. If I don't call back in an hour, give it to the police. Loretta, there's more than one lunatic out there and you're going to get us both killed. A safe little world is just delusion. Um, I only watched it the other night um, in my attempt to catch up on this year's movies so that I had things for my list. Um, is it about a true story? Yeah. Or it's something? about the Boston, Boston, Boston Strangler. Strangler. Oh, I know nothing about this. <laughs> yeah. It's a true crime thing. Uh, it's it's good. Uh, I liked the characters. I liked the sort of way they, they told the story. And it's uh, even though I've heard the term Boston Strangler, a lot in my true crime oh. journey. See, I keep <laughs> um, thinking of Scranton Strangler. I uh, realised through watching this movie that I don't think I've actually heard a podcast or anything like that actually told this story because yeah. I did not 
realise how it ended. It was actually quite, it was both informative and an entertaining watch. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. It, it didn't make my list, but I, but I enjoyed it. Uh, yeah, it's like a kind of um, procedural where you're kind of following, you're following these journalists as they try and figure out figure out what's going on. And it's got Carrie Coon and Kira Knightley who both give really great Yeah, they do great, great jobs. Isn't it? Okay. Um, it was really nice to actually see Kira Knightley have something to do in a movie. Yeah, um, I although, agree. Although I know that she's been in, she's been making an active effort to be in stuff that I haven't seen a lot of her more recent stuff. So it was really True. nice. Do some, some some extra acting. So it was a good time. I enjoyed Boston Strangler. Yeah, yeah, that's very cool. I it was, think it was I, a, I it was I like a three it, and a, it was a three and a half for me. So it didn't make my final. Sure, I think yeah. it I was think a four you, star for me. I think um, you guys are going to hate my list. Okay, I hated well, your list. Yours sounds so thoughtful. <laughs> I hated your list last year. I don't. Why I would have, this be any okay. different? I've named just, one movie. <laughs> just a reminder for me that I really love dumb movies. Yeah, and we like, know who you are. If they're good premises, I like sometimes. Brody, fucking own it, man. Okay. Cocaine Bear? Medic! Oh, Jesus. What is that? Beth, we should go. Millions of dollars worth of cocaine fell from the sky this morning in Knoxville, Tennessee. There's more this out there. They dumped it somewhere. I'm looking for my daughter's. Forest is a dangerous place. Hey, Henry, check it out. Something got into it. A deer, maybe. A lot of cocaine was lost. I need you to go and get it. No, 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 don't eat that, don't eat that. Let's see what kind of effect that has on you. The bear, it fucking did cocaine. A bear did cocaine. There was a bear. A bear? It was far. Hey, that's inappropriate. You're safe. Bears can't climb trees. Of course I can. It kind of seems like the thing that stays with the man forever. Apex Predator. High on cocaine. Out of his mind. Oh, oh man, you fucked. What the fuck is wrong with that bear? Shoot it, man! We have such good luck in nature. Okay. Cocaine Bear was a really <laughs> weird, fun time. It wasn't weird enough for me. I agree. It could have gone a it little didn't bit go left far up. enough for me. Yeah, I agree. I fully agree I on mean, that. <laughs> That's such a weird. Yeah. Terry Russell is one of my all-time swoons. I love her yes. so much. Yes. I think that I think that it had a great prem- a great premise, and I think that that's all I right? have. Right. Yeah. 
And it, and that's all they fucking had, but it should have been like shit being thrown at you left, right, and center. Yeah, but that's definitely the bottom of it's my also best lo- list. It's also like uh, they didn't have they didn't have a massive budget, right? And yeah. they had to shoot it in like it was shot somewhere in in Europe for for the Pacific Northwest and and yeah. but like the like the plot lines that cross over each other, like they were just so bizarre, and the starting of it, and like the kids getting killed left, right, and center was just so funny. Yeah. Yeah. So, so funny. Yeah, it was it was all right. Yeah. Okay. I do like it when the kids do cocaine. Yeah, same. Yeah. <laughs> I do I do so much cocaine. The kid being like, I do so That's much right. cocaine. And then taking like the most massive overdose inducing bump of all time. I thought the kids were funnier on cocaine than the bear was. Yeah, true. And the bear was like terrible effects, but like whatever. Yeah, it is yeah. What, it is what it is. All right. Yep. Okay. Your when first- we say kids. No, actual children. Okay. Yeah. Doing cocaine. Yeah. Intriguing. Yeah. It was very funny. It's yeah. not a part of Kira the film I was aware of. Kira hasn't seen it. Yeah. No, I have not. <laughs> no. It's one of those ones that Kian constantly jokes about me watching, but I have not watched. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> because she loves bears. Yes. And cocaine. Yes. Makes sense. Yeah. Her addiction to cocaine <laughs> is a problem. Can we make this an actual yeah, intervention? Actually, it's an intervention. <laughs> Kira, stop. Yeah, I'm the one with the drug problem on this podcast. <laughs> Allegedly. <laughs> Allegedly. <laughs> okay, my number 14 was, um, was a movie that Kira only watched the other day and ah. had an interesting reaction to it's hypnotic by robert rodriguez what do you see your daughter the park wasn't paying attention just for a second work think i'm ready for duty do you feel ready i think it's the only thing keeping me sane what's the call Calling to report a bank robbery. Is this crime currently in progress? Today. See that guy on the bench? Do I have a lighter? That guy's up to something. It's very hot today. It's like a furnace. It's It's like a furnace. There's a safe deposit box. Is that the target? Block 23. But I'm the wrong man. Where is she? I know you called the tip in on the bank heist. Who the hell are you? What makes total strangers pull off an elaborate bank heist? Are you familiar with the concept of hypnotics? Hypnotics? Hypnotics have the ability to influence the brain, sound, voice. Need a light? Locking eyes. Hypnotics use them to make you see a version of the world that doesn't exist. Next. It's not him anymore. Next, stop! I have to know everything. Why me? Why my daughter? Who you're dealing with. What you see isn't real. Get back! Hypnotics make everything that you see and do feel perfectly normal. Oh, no, I haven't heard it. 
<laughs> the dumbest movie that I've ever seen in my oh, life. Oh, really? So dumb. It's like the complete idiot's guide to Christopher Nolan movies. <laughs> if Christopher <laughs> Nolan... <laughs> If Christopher Nolan had uh, had a serious head injury and then tried to direct trances. Oh, that's so mean. That's so mean. It's on, on my best, best of list. the year. It is so entertaining because it is so stupid. I love it. It is just, so stupid, and it, but it also hurts your head. There are so many twists. It has twist after twist after twist, and just when you can't think it can't twist anymore, it twists again mid-credits. Fuck, <laughs> what's it called again? Hypnotic. Hypnotic. Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck. Uh, oh, oh my god! I yeah, I saw this when I was looking up movies for yeah. this year. It did sound like a weird premise. It's real dumb. Yeah, it's, is it's like a kidnapping, and then things go weird with a with a hip, hypnosis. It has massive trances energy. Yeah, yeah so it really does. When William, once Cam pointed out that it had trances energy, is like, oh, it does. <laughs> it so William, does. William Fickner is, I swear to God, just doing an impersonation of the first villain from Trances. Oh, yeah, it is wild. Fuck yeah, and that's yeah. a good pull for this podcast. Yeah. yeah. So that's that's my number fourteen. It didn't make my list, but it didn't. I. Yeah, I was. If you hadn't said it, I wasn't going to say it. Sure. But um, but it was an interesting watch. I feel like I'm now supposed to rank these, but I can't do. I can't just rank on the fly. Them. I'm just going to go straight for the new John Wick movie. This hit goes out to you, Mr. Wick. Forty-two regular, wasn't it? Yeah. And so it begins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Challenge him to single combat. If you win, you'll have your freedom. And when I see you, I'm gonna take what I want, so. Amen. The only way John Wick will ever have freedom and peace is in death. Yeah, not really. John Wick Chapter 4. I haven't seen it. I thought you were going to yeah. say hated it or something. No, just I haven't you were seen it. I'm ashamed of not seeing it, though. John Wick Chapter 4 yeah. is my number one movie. Yeah, movie. I would have guessed that. Number one? Yeah, it's my number one. I would have I mean, I, th- I thought it was really good, but I, I'm i surprised at your number one with how many movies you watched yeah, this year. It's yeah, it's my number one because it's 100%. I'll, I'll let you talk about what you liked about it in a second. It, it's 100% my jam. It's I, just, thought, it's just, I thought there was one that you were telling me about that would have been the number one. Uh, You don't know me. Okay. <laughs> um, it, yeah, it's just my number one. I mean, the Stairfight 
Dragon's yeah, Breath. Yeah, the Sir fight is just fantastic. Donnie Yen getting to be Donnie Yen in an American movie. It yeah. Was just oh, incredible. yeah, that, that explains why. It is so God, long. God, he's in this It one. is so long. It's <laughs> like almost three hours. I need to but rewatch ex- three first. It's exhausting, and that's the point. Yeah. Uh, I just, and it's just beautiful to look at. Like Chad Stahelski just kick, just knocks it out of the park. I'm so keen. I mean, you stole pretty much everything that I would have said <laughs> about it. But, Sorry. Um, <laughs> Sorry. but it's a good time. It's got Keanu Reeves in it. It's great. Yeah. It's a great movie. And, and I, I can understand. Whenever it's a, it's a series of movies and you're kind of getting deeper into the series, I'm always like concerned going in that it's not going to live up to expectations because, yeah. you know, this is their fourth go kind yeah. of thing. And yet, John Wick. Always a good time. Any other movie. Always does a good job. Any other movie would have held back one or two of the yeah. set pieces in that movie for a future for a future movie. Yeah. And every single time Stahelski puts That's every fucking idea that he has into a movie so that he is empty between, between movies. Yeah. What, what's bizarre to me about John Wick films is it started off as this grounded, very like. And then it became Greek myth. And then it became Greek myth. But the weird thing is, it still feels grounded. Uh, it's yeah. still street level. It's pretty, it's pretty out there. But yeah, yeah. But like, I don't know. It's the grittiness. Maybe mm-hmm. it, it makes it feel like it's still street level. Yeah, it's um, it's samurai gangster movie. Yeah. that takes influence from silent movies from the night from the nineteen. It is kind of samurai with guns. Yeah, it's, it's just it's just incredible, and it has influenced and it has influenced and will continue to influence action cinema. And everybody tries to pull off the John Wick style now and nobody fucking does it as good as, as good but as like, those movies. And every time I see one of those extended fight sequences from in another action movie, I'm like, you guys just don't know what you're doing. But like, <laughs> think about those samurai movies when they like, like the lone Ronin used to like raid, yeah. raid a castle. And he's just like taking people from left, right yeah. and center with a blade. That's what John that's Wick, what John Wick that's is. That's so sick. I've never it think draws about on that. Everything that Stahelski is in, it's fucking littered with Highlander references. Mm. <laughs> Because, I mean, Clancy, he cast Clancy Brown, the Kurgan. As, oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. And then he has him say a line about there can be only one. Like, it's just fucking. <laughs> fuck. It's just oh, I'd actually forgotten about that. That's fantastic. Anyway, so, yeah. So, John Wick Chapter 4 from Kira. Yes. It was my number one. Yes. Just because it had all the lore that I love, the Dungeons and Dragons movie. I was going to say that next. Good evening. Forget everything you think you know. What? Everyone is raving about Dungeons and Dragons. It's the kind of epic fun you've been waiting for. Protect it with your very life. I will. Hold this. None of us can save our lives. Gone the way we'd hoped. I did think you'd serve longer. You got an early release? Good behavior. Yeah, baby, good. It charms its way into your heart. Oh, God, I can kiss you. Try it. Most Chris Pine, a Chris Pine performance has been in a long time. Just because that sentence is symmetrical doesn't make it not nonsense. A crowd pleaser that actually pleases. It's a gift for every one of you. All right, take me down. This is absurdly high. It's not what we discussed. It's the best movie of the year. Anything you want to add? I'm good. Dungeons and Dragons, Honor Among Thieves. 
relaxed. Yeah, it's so much fun, right? Yeah, I had a great time. Ellie, Ellie, who doesn't have as much of the Dungeons & Dragons lore information as we do. Yeah, because she's not played proper Dungeons & Dragons. Exactly. We went and watched it and she was like, it is not anything that I thought it was going to be. It's going to be really fun. And I didn't quite enjoy it. And it was very funny because you need the you need at least like 5e like understanding of Dungeons and Dragons to actually get all the references. I mean, yeah. Well, people, I know people that, that don't play Dungeons and Dragons that really, really enjoyed it. So yeah, I don't think sure. you need those things, but I de- think it definitely adds to your enjoyment. Definitely yeah. does, yeah. yeah. My expectation was that I would fucking hate this movie. It looked like Guardians of the Galaxy light to me. Yeah, it did. And then I watched it and I had a great time. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. the scenarios felt like they were pl- like playing the game. Yeah, the solutions they really things did, felt yeah. like the kind of bullshit that you come up with when you were playing Dungeons exactly. and Dragons. Exactly. Yeah. And the, the way mir- they did the, the mirror, slum- yes. the mirror gag with the with the, the mirror with the portals is just like completely the type of shit that we would have tried to attempted to pull in our games. But like, yeah. what about the like the time slow mowing and they're all trying to get out of the room and yeah. you feel that six second turns and everyone making yeah. those like those checks. Yeah. yeah. Or like the slow motion fight and you can feel everyone taking in their turn and yeah. working as a team. The guys that directed it, I didn't write down their names. Uh, it was my number 12, by the way. Nice. The guys that directed it are the kids from Freaks and Geeks that played D&D. What? The guy who was in, um, oh, the guy with the glasses. Yeah, the guy with the glasses. I don't know who the fuck oh you're talking God. about. I never watched Freaks and Geeks. Like all the nerdy kids. The, two of the nerdy kids. That they they directed because some of those nerdy kids movie. actually became like pretty famous. Well, there's like uh, there's heaps of people in that show. Seth Rogen and and Frank Ober in that yeah. in that show, and that's how they met and stuff. Lots of people. Anyway, two of the kids in from the the nerdy kids from that directed. directed I gotta this. look up who it was now. Please mm. do. Yeah, I really love that they that they mix a lot of practical effects with visual effects in this movie. We got actual animatronics. Jonathan is a is an animatronic, which is yeah. which is incredible. Oh, yeah. uh, they did a bunch of cool physical effects, like when they um the sand the, the sand, sand yeah. So when the when the spe- they cast the spell. That turns the floor into quicksand, yeah. And they step forward and they fall into it. Yeah, that was see? a that was a pit of sand covered in thousands of tiny tiles that had to be placed by hand. And then when they step Whoa. onto when they step onto it, they use sound to liquefy liquefy the sand so that the actors fall into it. Fuck. And of course, so it, is, cool. it is like augmented with visual effects, but the fact that they went to, to that level of effort in a movie like this uh, really. It really, really didn't need to because there's so much CGI and they went to a practical effort. I really love that. Yeah. It, really appeal, it really appeals to me. Oh my God. Yeah. So, what are their names? Okay. So, the director's names are. I think one of them's a Jonathan. Jonathan Goldstein. Yeah, there we go. John Francis Daly and Michael Gillio. Yeah, so the first two were the director, directors of Dungeons and Dragons. They also directed Game Night from a few years ago, which uh, would be a five-star movie for me if it didn't have fucking Jason Bateman in it. I do love Game Night as well. Oh, I can't stand Jason Bateman. He ruins <laughs> that movie for me. That's a shame. I love that guy. My number 13 was Magic Mike's Last Dance. <laughs> What did you want before Miami? I just wanted to escape my life. Do you like bartending? It's not really what I do. What is it that you really do? Then you came along and gave me this unexpected, magical moment. That made me remember who I really was. Come with me to London. Let's go. Wow. 
you in London? I'm gonna put on a show at this famous theater. People are numb, disconnected. We're gonna wake them up with a wave of passion they've never felt before. Hell yeah. Without further ado, I give you the visionary artist Magic Mind. So. The real question is why do you, huh? No one's believed in me like your mom has. So what's this show about? It's the same old, will she marry for love or money? So what does she pick, love or money? The real question is, why does she feel like she has to choose? It sounds to me she just needs to let go. And some good. Maybe that as well. So You're not shutting me down. Not this time. You're so good at this. I'm not gonna just let us give up on it. I want every woman that walks into this theater to feel that a woman can have whatever she wants, whenever she wants. Wait, I know you. You were a cop, right? Did you arrest her? What's your name? Kim. Let you off with a warning, right? I did not expect that. Why did you not expect that? I mentioned it in the homework class. I last feel week. like I, I haven't listened to the latest one. Oh, there we go. Um, I have. <laughs> okay, thanks. You love Kian more. That, and also he specifically told me to listen to it, so I was just letting him know that I did. Okay, okay. yeah, cool. Um, I feel like I had mentioned XXL to you oh, before. Oh, it's the best. And uh, see, I must have, you must have had a strong you reaction need to, listen to it. To the homework club. And I thought it was the opposite. You need to listen to the homework club. Magic Mike XSL is one of my favorite fucking movies. Oh, okay. I love Mike. all of the Mike's magic. I, I <laughs> knew you had a strong reaction to it. In my brain, I must have swapped what it was. In my letterbox review for Magic Mike's Last Dance, I said, Magic Mike. Last Dance is kind of like pizza. Even when it's just okay, it's still fucking hot when Pony keeps I've heard it. that quote. Oh, <laughs> It's still fucking hot when Pony kicks in. <laughs> so I wrote in my letterbox review, and I think I said on the homework club as well. Uh, yeah. You fuck. Um, yeah, sorry. I'd heard that proper quote a lot of times this recently. Yeah, it's, it was, I was making the, the pizza and sex. Yeah. Yeah, and then, yeah. yeah but then uh, Magic Mike. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well the, done. The writing. This is Word it's Factory. The yeah. yeah. So it's, um, I'm, I shouldn't rehash it because I literally talked about it last week on the, on the mini pod. Yeah, Magic Mike goes to London to put on a show with Salma Hayek. And I've seen the shorts. Yeah, it. Really it looked terrible in the shorts. Uh, the, it's the pizza thing. Yeah. I'm, I'm hanging out with Magic Mike. So the movie's not not fantastic, but I had such a good time just seeing him again. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And it's got Joe Manganiello and all that, doesn't it? Oh, uh, they're barely in the third one. Oh, I love those guys. They basically appear on a Zoom window because he's, uh, a, he's, different in, crew. he's in London. Ah. Yeah. So, yeah. So that was my number 13. Kira. Dark Harvest. It's Halloween. Let me out, please! You know what that means. Let me out! Ah! Old Sawtooth Jack is gonna rise from the cornfields. It's gotta be stopped. Kill or be killed. You've all heard the stories. We failed at our duties. And that black dust destroyed our crops, our lives. It must die, so we can live. Your sacred duty is to take down Sawtooth Jack before that church bell rings at midnight. 
You really think that's real? I saw it. It's real. You saw it? Did you kill it? Then let's go kill it. You should do it. You know I'm not allowed. Just because your brother won the run last year? I got an idea. If that thing isn't dead by midnight, this whole town is going straight to hell! I wanna go home, I wanna go home. You think you're special? Why are you doing this? If you're born in this town, you're cursed. I'm ending this. Tonight. It ain't over. I'm curious where on your list that one landed. Well, goddammit, it was my number two. Hey! Oh, what's it what's it about? I don't know. If- it's a it's a excellent Halloween movie about uh, this is like you're trying to recap a promise of one of the movies. Yeah, <laughs> it's hard. Um, it's about. Uh, it's, um, hang on. <laughs> it's set in a town. Yeah, where small it, small town. Uh, weird ritual that happens every Halloween, and it's ah, it's, dope, yeah, it's, culty it's, kind of thing. No, not so much culty as just like. <laughs> Maybe let me explain. Yeah. Movie. So it's set <laughs> in a town where every year at Halloween, all of the boys in town are locked up for three days prior, prior without food and water and then are forced to hunt down Sawtooth Jack, a <gasps> creature that comes out a creature I that have comes heard of this. creature that comes out of the corn. Yes, okay. And the boy that the boy that uh kills Jack, by the way, Jack is full of candy. Uh-huh. The boy, the boy that kills Jack is like held up as a special boy and gets to go on a go on a go on a trip. He gets a car. That's gets a, so a car. weird. It yeah. is. That's so weird. Do you want to talk about what you liked about it before I steal all your thunder? Yeah. I I mean, obviously, any movie that I like, I liked the characters and I liked the kind of – the I, li- I like the kind of cool, weird, like – Small town that has its own law that's like different to that is mad. It's also set in the 1960s, yeah. And it's just kind cool. of accepted that this is what happens. Like, nobody's like, Why do we do this? This is so weird. If we just moved to a different town, we wouldn't have to do this. Like, it's just yeah. kind of, it's just is that kind of, it's, it's just said in the film. No, no, that they don't do that. That it's just like, this is just reality yeah. and yeah. this is just what we do every year. And that it's more about like how the people feel about it and what they're, what they're going to do and wanting to win and, and stuff. And it's just okay. kind of, I don't know. It just draws you into this weird alternate universe world thing that mm-hmm. feels very grounded, even though it's very not. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's, super, it's both super stylized and ground and grounded. At the same, I love at the same that. Time. So yeah, I don't remember the last time I saw a genre movie that dropped me into a world and then expected me to catch up the way that this movie does. Like it just ah. hits the ground running. I love the world building. There is just enough of it. It is not complex. We don't get we don't get a whole bunch of backstory about the about the characters. I saw a lot of complaints online that the movie's underdeveloped and, yeah. and doesn't explain itself. And I'm like, yeah, that's what I fucking love about it. I'm just like, I'm dropped into this, into yeah. this, into this world. As long as the information is there at some point in the movie. There's enough. There's enough yeah. there. There's no, nobody ever explains anything in this what, movie. Like what Jack is. Not, you the, don't need that. But it's not then confusing. You it's don't feel not, like you don't have enough. Sure. Um, and then there's just the vibe of it. The 1960s, there's like jocks versus greasers. The kids go, yeah. the, the boys, when they go on their run 
for for Sawtooth Jack go fucking wild. It's got like uh, early like proto uh, punky rock music in it. There are shots that took my breath away. Like there are frames where I was like, holy fuck, that's a great looking look. It's composed in a way that doesn't take away your, take away your attention, but there's just a level of, um, I don't know. I, I, I haven't figured out how to articulate it. I've been trying to articulate it since I saw this fucking thing in October. Yeah. It, um, and it, it just, I haven't seen a movie that I, I think was this well shot and composed, including a John Wick. Right. Wow. Like I just, it, it, it was almost neck and neck with John Wick for my favorite, for my favorite movie of the year. Wow. And there was a little bit of buzz about it when it came out. Cause it got dumped on Amazon prime at Halloween. I talked about it on the homework club. Yeah. It was put on the shelf for two years because of COVID. It was originally meant to be a theatrical release. I don't think it would have been a big theatrical hit, but it just appeared out of nowhere with no, I, I had never heard of this movie. Man. The only way that I knew about it was cause I saw a little bit of the buzz. A lot on, of good horror buzz on Letterbox, on Letterbox. And, but I think that if this had come out in the nineties, it would be a, it would be a Halloween classic. Yeah, I hear you. Yeah, so that's that's why I loved I loved uh, Dark Harvest, directed by David Slade, who directed Thirty Days of Night. Oh, mad! Which is a movie I don't love. No, I, like I love that. I love it, even though I know mess, I know yeah. it's bad. And yeah. then he also directed, I think, the second Twilight Twilight movie. Um, okay, I think he needed a job. And um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, because they get uh, worse. Because <laughs> yeah. they go on. So anyway, so that's that's um that's Dark Harvest. Um, did you guys watch it together? I watched it. On my own, and, yeah. then, and then Kira and I watched it the next night because that's how much I do fucking like. Hold on, it. do you count that as padding your stats? How no, it's not padding my stats. Okay. I watched it twice. Uh, I watched it on my own. I didn't watch it for the podcast, uh, and then I w- logged it the next the next night. But do you log it as two watches? So does that yeah, count as how many movies you've watched? Of at the end of the year? It's how many movies I've watched. It's not how many movies I've, not how many individual movies. Like I watch lots of movies. You're right. That does sound kind of impossible. (laughs) I watch lots of movies multiple times. talk, Talk to me three times this year. What is your life, man? We lead such different lives. I feel like- He doesn't spend three hours a day scrolling TikTok. But TikTok's an important part of life. I don't spend time on the social internet, my friend. So I get my like cultural the, news uh, of what's happening in the like yeah, I dip TikTok. In, I dip in and see what's happening, and then I go on with my life. All right. I don't spend all my time on the time on the internet. I use the internet as a tool for usually for work. I check out what's happening on the world. I check out my movie news. I check out my actual real news. I spend more time on spend more time on on Letterbox because that's where I get my social my social internet from. Because I'm interested in people watching. Interesting. Movies. I'm not on fucking Twitter anymore. I use Fuck Instagram. Twitter. I use Instagram for the podcast. I have my own well, my own Instagram, but I very rarely very rarely look at it except when I'm posting. Yeah, that's it. Interesting. And you therefore, he has so a much, lot of hours in the day. That you he get can so use much more that. fucking done by not being on the internet. I have found that I have more time in the day now that I've deleted Twitter off my phone. I was never a Twitter fiend, but see, I just don't. don't you I need, never tweeted, do you still but need I like to do it for work. Oh, also, I uh, just realized that I completely left something off my list that I need to now put on put onto my list. So um, it's fifteen movies. <laughs> yeah. I social media for work, yes. Yeah, but that doesn't mean I have to have Twitter. No, but like, don't you need to use them more to kind of stay relevant and like know what's going on? I can know what's going on without using it. And Twitter is Twitter is crashing. Like using it for our jobs. Twitter you know? is crashing yeah. and burning. Yeah, so I know. why I would I need to? So I don't really need to follow it anymore in terms of knowing yeah. what yeah. the what 
what the yeah. abilities we should, are. We should also point out that you essentially work making social social media. Yeah. You work in video, but you make video for social for yes, social media. That is. I make I make ads, and yeah. some of my stuff ends up on social social yeah. media. Um, I'm even making stuff stuff specifically right now in nine by in nine by sixteen. Yeah, but right. I, and I can stay. How do you I can feel still. About that? Uh, when I'm composing specifically for it these days, like uh, whatever. Okay. Right? It's too late. Like I lost yeah. my shot. Right? <laughs> you can't I'm literally just yeah. old man yelling at clouds. <laughs> what I say to you is, I can still stay relevant with what the tr- I still stay relevant with what the trends are. Yeah. Without, without, without having to without having it, yeah. to do it on my personal time. Yeah, because mm. like and people who are way more dedicated to knowing what's going on in social media space than I am will write a very in-depth article about what's working and what's not and why and how to That's use true. it. So you can approach it professionally. I can spend five minutes reading their article or I can spend three days scrolling TikTok. Like I'd rather just know the information and then use yeah. that information in That's my true. in my professional world than spend and then not have time to spend with my son or to to watch a good movie. Mm. Yeah. Just I mean, scrolling crap and not I necessarily do read the articles like articles as well. I definitely just use the platforms as well i i I explore the platforms so like i i spend a bit of time on tiktok and and every now and then i re-download old social media that i don't like check certain things out kind of physically go press the buttons and and figure it out but for the most part it's like you can get that information elsewhere and true see it's I just, such a time so the thing about tiktok specifically is that it is such a time so it is crack that when you start scrolling it's then five hours later it is fucking crack yeah and i am okay with that <laughs> i was okay with it before i had this the the boy now that we have the boy there's an element of like if i go to bed and start yeah. scrolling tiktok and you're not gonna get enough sleep i'll look up and it'll be time for his 3 a.m. feed and I haven't had any sleep yet. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So why would I do that to myself? Yeah, fair, 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 fair. All right. Sorry, Ad- I derailed us. Adjusted because I had completely forgotten about a movie. You now have 15. <laughs> no, no. Yeah, I now have 15. Hypnotic would, would now be 15. Magic Mike would be 14 and D&D would be 13. Okay. Just Good so to know. So we have a new 12. Not necessarily. We okay. have a new something above those movies. Okay. Okay. Yep. Whose turn is it? Uh, it is. Oh, fuck, I'm lost. We did Dark uh, Harvest. Dark, Har- Here it is Dark, Dark Harvest. Harvest. Okay. I think this should be higher because of how well it's put together. I'm going to guess. But- I'm going to guess. In my brain, I'm going to guess. I know what this movie is. Go. Ooh, I don't know if you will. Okay. Fool's Paradise? The patient has lost the ability to speak. He's not deaf and he's technically not mute. What's our first course of action? We are going to put his ass on the first bus downtown. What do you mean he won't get out of the trailer? Get in. Take a look at this guy. What about him? He's a dead ringer for you. Get finished in day for you. <laughs> action. Latte pronto. Excuse me, Mr. Pronto. Can I call you latte? Latte. Latte pronto. Latte pronto. Is that your name? You and me are going to do big things, pal. I understand you're from the streets. Mad respect, bro. Make love to me, latte. You have got a big film premiere tomorrow night. Does that make you a little nervous? (laughs) Who are you really, latte pronto? This 
was a gift from Prince Harry. It was one of the original Knights of the Round Table sword or something. Can't really remember because I wasn't listening when he gave it to me. I get down big time. Oh, I don't even know what that is. <laughs> so it's a Charlie Day film. Oh, no, um, that's why from, I didn't say it. Yeah, Always Sunny. And he's essentially doing like an homage to Charlie Chaplin. Right. So he's an uh, insane person who gets released from a psych ward at the start of the film. And it's basically like, oh, he can't speak. Um, like thing on Right, so in- he's acting. So he's doing, he's doing Johnny Depp in Benny and June. What's it called? I've never seen that. <laughs> Um, Fool's Paradise. Paradise. Yeah, never seen it. And never even heard of it, Brody. There you go. Yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of you know too many movies. Yeah, there's a lot of inside jokes. Like his wife is one of the actors, and like people from Always Sunny are like playing side characters. Hey, it's got um, Professor Chen. Yes, it has. um, What's his name? From um, Community. Oh, okay. Ken Jeong. Ken Jeong. Yeah, who is fantastic in the film. So is Charlie, and he only has like. I, I won't spoil it, but doing essentially Charlie Chaplin-esque acting, like over-the-top acting, he gets caught and pulled into wacky situations where an actor who looks exactly just like him because it is him is being too rigid on set and won't is too method so he won't perform his part. Mm-hmm. They bring Charlie in, who's this no-name who looks exactly like him, but they can't speak. So the whole film is him getting into films and doing like this. It's it's modern day Hollywood. You're but explaining the movie. Just why do you like the movie? Oh, it's just so good. It's just the thing is, is it's really well put together. It's great acting. It's got some great comedic beats. It's got a lot of heart. And I think it it is. An average rating of 2.3 on Letterboxd. Yeah, it is not the best film. So I loved it because it has some really nice parts to it, mm-hmm. but it is still fifth out of my list of eight. Also has Jason Bateman in it. Oh, yeah. No, it does. It's very small. Sorry. Hard very out. small. Hard out. <laughs> um, anyway. There's a lot, a, a, lot of, a lot of familiar faces, though. Yeah, yeah. there's a lot of it's cameo one of those. bits. Yeah, sure. Yeah. But it, it's heartwarming and it's nice and it's really good time cool. and charlie day you know charlie day he's super nice super i like happy. charlie day i don't like always yeah sunny, but yeah. yeah yeah i like everybody that's in always sunny i just can't watch the show yeah sure it's just too cringe for me yeah I don't do cringe my number 12 is barbie hey barbie can i come to your house today sure anything big planned just a giant blowout party with all the barbies and plant choreography and a bespoke song you should stop by so cool this is the best day ever it is the best day ever so is yesterday and so is tomorrow and every day from now until forever you guys ever think about dying when my heart breaks some things have been happening that might be related. When my world Cold shower Ooh. falling off my roof. Ah! And my heels are on the ground. <gasps> Flat feet! What do I have to do? You have to go to the real world. 
You can go back to your regular life, or you can know the truth about the universe. The choice is now yours. The first one, the high heel. You have to want to know, okay? Do it again. Closer, I am Coming with you. Okay. Wow, this is the real world. <laughs> What's going on? Why are these men looking at me? Yeah, they're also staring at me. Barbie in the real world. That's impossible. If this got out, this could mean extremely weird things for our world. This would be catastrophic! We haven't played with Barbie since we were like five years old. Oh! No one rests until this doll is back in a box. Even if nobody else along. Humans only have one ending. Get that Barbie! Ideas live forever. I won't let you do just one appendectomy. But I'm a man. But not a doctor. Can I talk to a doctor? You are talking to a doctor. Can I need a clicky pen? No. A sharp thing? No. There he is. Doctor! Somebody get security. Is Bobby if you still in doubt? Oh my God, really? I was going to yep. say that one. That's my number one. Oh, really? There you yeah. Go. Yeah, I mean, I can understand that, except that I... It was not my number one. It was so much fun, though. It is so much. It is so much fun. So, um, another movie that has a great mix of old school technique. They yeah. do a lot of like painted backdrops and yeah. big sets and stuff, and mixed with visual effects. Um, patriarchy and horses. Like, yeah. yeah. Ryan Gosling. Ryan Gosling almost steals that movie. Yeah. I, <laughs> yeah, he does. He almost steals it. It is so like I was enjoying the movie. We, Kira and I, saw it at the at the movies. It was the first movie that we had seen together since our son was born. Yeah, that's Aww. why. That's kind of why. It's was top of my list too. Yeah. Was so it was more, your number one. Was it your yeah. number one as well? I mean, I didn't rank them, but it was yeah, going to be the right. last one I'd say. Oh. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, because it was the first movie that we'd seen, gone to the movies, it was our first time, like time away from the boy. Like, yeah. It was just kind of, it was a good movie anyway, but then that kind of put it over the yeah. top. I just me. love what it did to culture at the time as well. Yeah, I'm kind of, kind of into that as well. I, I enjoyed the, I was enjoying the movie. I was having a good time for like the first act for the first half hour. And I was like, but is this all this movie is? Yeah. Right. And then Ryan Gosling found the patriarchy. And I I could see the road. I could see the roadmap. I was like, okay, that's where this is going. And then I was like, so into it. That's so true. Um, Yeah. yeah. And I don't think that I have ever felt so seen as I did in a movie this year. Uh, and judged as when Ken finds out that Barbie's never seen The Godfather and then she says, you can start the movie over there and just talk the whole time. <laughs> this is why representation matters. <laughs> Fuck. The funny thing is, is like- That the, was sarcasm, guys. <laughs> the funny thing is, is is the the parallel of Ryan finding the patriarchy and like the journey that Barbie goes on to yeah. like find the patriarchy is like, and then the, I wouldn't have thought of putting those two together as the, like the lesson to be learned. You know yeah. what I mean? And then the end line where she's there to see her gynecologist. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, it's great. It's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, because now she's really going to learn about the patriarchy. Oh, <laughs> yeah. It, oh, fuck. It's just yeah, such it's, a good film. It's a good time. It is. So that was my number 12. 
Oh, we should. That was your number 12. We need to talk about that movie. <laughs> like, it needs its own podcast. I mean, we don't do modern movies. I know. It's time to move on. All right. Damn it. And <laughs> it feels you know, like it's oh too yeah, short lived. Michael Sarah was great. Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, amazing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Michael Sarah. I mean, there's oh. so many people in them. Like the whole. There's this tiny bit that I didn't realize. So I was watching a TikTok on oh, uh, the director talking about something. Where Greta it was Gerwig, like, by the way. Who, uh, Greta, Greta Gerwig. Gerwig. Greta Thank Gerwig, you. Who I've also like. I've been a fan of her since she was in Mumblecore movies in the early 2000s. So watching her career grow has been amazing. She yeah. she is amazing, and the more I've seen of her, she seems like a really cool person. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, who's the dude who at the end speaks in a regal accent? He's one of the Kens. I don't remember. Oh, he's like next to Ryan the whole time. But there's throughout the movie, he's like increasingly holding more things. Yeah. And that bit just fucking warms my heart. I love it. I love it so much. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Kira. Am I talking about Barbie or am I saying no, my next you're, movie? You're the next film. <laughs> Do you? Um, <laughs> you go, girl. Yeah. <laughs> oh, dear. My feminist husband. Um, yeah, I'm running out. Uh, the killer. I find music a useful distraction, a focus tool, keeps the inner voice from wandering. This is what it takes. My process is purely logistical. If I'm effective, it's because of one simple fact. I don't give a For what it's worth, I would never have involved your female friend. Forbid empathy. That was going to be your number one. No, it is my number four. I haven't four, seen so it. I have not seen it yet. It was one of the ones that I didn't watch because I knew you guys had mentioned it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is one that um I watched recently. I didn't watch it because I was catching up, though. I think it came to no, put we, it on. It came out and we watched it that we, that night. That night, really? Yeah. It was that soon? Yeah, yeah. Had because- you? Because it was Fincher. I hadn't seen it before. Oh, really? No. no, no I'm just, I just assumed that everything that you watched with me is a rewatch. 
<laughs> um, He's got to check things before he watches them with you. He doesn't want to waste your time. Pretty much. He doesn't want to waste his opportunity to put a movie in front of me yeah. with, with a dud, which is why he's very upset about yeah. certain movies no, that we I, did watch. I, we've discussed this before because, like, I put movies in front of Ellie and how I'm like, oh, this will be good, and then, like, they might be flops and then I, like, burn that bridge, but she's like, you've got terrible taste. Don't put shit in front of me. I mean, she's right. Yeah. I don't have the problem of thinking that Keen has terrible taste. I'll always let him go again. But, um, <laughs> but he only gets one or two movies out of me a week and so Fair. wants to make sure it's a, I it's a winner. My, I choose my shot. Yeah, that's very smart. And then gets really upset when it's a movie that's bad. Oof. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We had an experience where we put something on the other day, and within ten minutes, I knew that I fucking hated this movie. Oh. And then we sat there for the entire time and watched the whole movie. And can I was you drop just it? furious. Just off pod, can you tell me? Yeah. Okay. So off pod. Car! Car! Game on! Game on! Ah, oh, damn. Yeah. Anyway, can we? You talk about the killer? Please. Uh, the killer. So it's about an assassin. Um. Uh, I really liked it. It was just, it was just kind of different. Like the, it had a different kind of feel to it than a lot of sort of stuff that's comes out these days. It was sort of, I don't know. I felt a little bit slower paced in terms of like there wasn't too much happening, so but it was I, still like actiony, and it was just kind of, I don't know, breath of fresh air. So I remember watching the trailer for this and feeling like, oh, it's like a killer revenge plot movie thing, like um, probably not going to watch it because it just looks like a stock standard story that I've watched a couple of times. And it wasn't until I saw Kukian who echoed that exact sentiment that was like, it was fucking super different. And I don't know why, but. David Fincher. Yeah, Yeah. right. Right. Also, we always love David Fincher. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's not a Fincher movie that I don't, that I don't love. The thing about it for me is that, is that it's just on my wavelength. I understand that it it didn't hit for for people. I think in 10 years, it's going to be reevaluated. I think people are going to, people are going to reclaim it and go, oh, fuck that movie's great. I think it's Fincher's most personal movie that he's made since Benjamin Button. Um, Ah. I think it's deeply, I think it's deeply personal. I think it's a movie about how people perceive him. And not the actual revenge killing. The kind movie. Of thing. Well, the movie is about an assassin who, in his voiceover, talks about how he is the, like he's always clean and precise, but then continues yeah, to continuously right. fuck everything up that yeah. he's doing through the through the entire. Oh, entire really? That part's so he's very an unreliable. <laughs> That's so he's mad. completely an unreliable narrator. It's okay. also playing homage and remixing, uh, remixing the influences of the movies of Melville from the from the from the nineteen sixties, sure. from the French New Wave. It is very La Samurai. It is very okay. the, is very the red circle. Yeah. It is very clearly influenced by by that era of French of French cinema, okay. which are the touchstones for for um for Fincher. Yeah, and yeah, I just I and it's it's really it's so dark. It's dark the way Scrooge is dark, and it's, okay. and it's funny. It's really really funny. I don't think that people. Th- I think you could w- watch that movie with a straight face and not understand that it is telling jokes the whole fucking time. <laughs> yeah. But for me, I was like, I laughed through the whole, through the whole movie. Yeah. It was a good time. It was a good time, but it was, it was, I don't know. It wasn't too much work to watch. Yeah. yeah. I love that. And yeah. I was kind of expecting it to be work. Okay. Something about, I don't know, the, it being Fincher and, and the sort of look of it. I just assumed it was going to be like a, like a bit, a bit of a slog that would be yeah. worth it. Yeah. Whereas it wasn't a slog and it was yeah. worth it. One of those, you have to use your brains. Yeah. yeah. I was expecting it to, That's I, was why expecting I was probably it to avoiding have, it. I was expecting it to have the effect on me that hypnotic did where my brain hurt at the end, mm. but sure. it didn't have that. No. And it was, and it was a good time. Yeah. Okay. The other thing is, is that, and uh, is that 
when I watched it with Kira, I wasn't sure about the ending, but the more that I thought about it and had distance from the movie, the more I love it. Blackberry. Yeah, what can I do for you? Okay, picture a cell phone and an email machine all in one thing. There is a free wireless internet signal all across North America and nobody has figured out how to use it. It's like the force. Sorry, have you seen Star Wars? No. That guy is sketchy. I don't think he's sketchy. The guy's a shark. I know how to market it, and I know who we can sell it to. But I want 50% of the company, and I've got to be CEO. I don't know who you think you are, but deal. Are you joking? We are in a race to get this thing to market, and we are a year behind. I need a prototype. I'll do it perfectly, or I, I don't do it. Mike, are you familiar with the saying, perfect is the enemy of good? Well, good enough is the enemy of humanity. What do you call it? It's called a Blackberry. Hmm. Try typing with your thumbs. Get this baby in the hands of every Fortune 500 executive you could find. We call them Crackberries. Is good. come with us, sir? No. You want to be great, you need to sacrifice. And the more painful the sacrifice, the greater you'll be. If we put more phones on these networks, they're going to crash. Is this legal? You need to sell a million Blackberries. Uh. Oh. We are calling it by phone. In the middle of a hostile takeover! Do you know what the sentence is for multi-million dollar stock fraud? What are you doing? I'm doing it all. You guys have no idea how to run a company. What's happening, man? I created this entire market. said they were the best engineers in the world. I said they're the best engineers in Canada. What are they paying you? I shouldn't say. They're paying me $10 million. Yeah, me too. Fuck yeah. Did you? Number 11, man. Yay, Fuck yeah. Another always, <laughs> another always sunny guy. Yeah, so Glenn uh, Halton. Halton, yeah. yeah. So yeah. Who is my favorite of the trio. Because right. he's unhinged is just so beautiful. Yeah, so Blackberry was fucking awesome. It's about the rise right? and fall of Blackberry. Yeah, that's it's, on my list of things that I want to watch. It's like the social network, but with no redeeming qualities. <laughs> like, yeah. It's just a, like a, just fantastic. So the guy who is who plays the- Please tell me everything about so this the movie. Guy who yes. plays, uh, the guy who plays Jay Baruchel's friend yes. with the headband. The one that made money off it. He directed this movie. Shut up. He's the director of the movie. I don't know the guy. I didn't write down the guy's name, but um, Kira can look it up while we're talking about it. Um, Anyway, yeah, it was great. I had seen that was another movie that um th- through Letterbox had a little bit of buzz, and yeah. then I was like, oh yeah, that kind of looks like my thing. And then yeah, I'm from Waterloo where the vampires hang out. Oh, so good! Are you giving me goosebumps? And then what's Stop the other? It. What's the other line? Um, fear is just fear is just pain escaping the body. It's oh, so maybe. good. There are so many good lines in that in that movie. I had a really good time. It would have been, honestly. It, I, this is a really good year for movies. Yeah, for me. I feel like thank I had, you. Feel like I had more favorite movies this year than I did, did did last for the past previous years. And honestly, it could have ranked. It could have ranked in any of the spots like three or four higher for me. Yeah, it's just that. Uh, I don't know how to separate things sometimes. It honestly. What was I looking up? Blackberry. The director of Blackberry. Uh, yeah, the director is Matt Johnson. Yeah, so Matt Johnson, he plays a character in the in the movie, and he also yeah. directed it. Yeah. 
Uh, oh, so the actor is yeah, yeah. the director, yeah. not the person he's playing. This man. No, right? The okay, is the director. Yes. Okay. Yes. Um. Yeah. The the film really just he's Canadian. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's a Canadian yeah. movie. Blackberry is a Canadian company. So. Oh right. Yeah. 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 Everything about it. Really just thank you for bringing so much energy to that because I don't have much to say about that <laughs> film, but it could be. So it's my number three. Mm-hmm. It could be my number one or number two. It's just that the number one and two kind of infiltrated culture and the zeitgeist a little bit more and had my brain kind of working on them a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's just so many fucking good parts to this film. Yeah. Average of 3.8 on Letterboxd. See, that's underrated. But I will say, sorry, I don't give a fuck about what something's average. Yeah, it it again is is very underrated. Like I I think, I think yeah. it, again, I think it's a movie that it's a streaming movie. I'm not sure. It played. Yep. I think it played festivals and then ended up on streaming. And I don't think it got a lot of general consensus. But I think it's again, it's a movie where I think that everybody that saw it is going to tell their friends. Yeah, to, to see it. Yeah. the performances, the story itself, like like. Oh, it's got Jay in it. Yeah, Jay Baruchel. Yeah, Jay Baruchel. Yeah, he he plays, he does really well in it as well. Oh, there's just so many parts of it. I can't, I'm not going to recount it. Go mm-hmm. watch it. I will. <laughs> Back to me? To my yes. At number 10, Evil Dead Rise. What's up, sis? It was the perfect day. And all I could think about was how much I wanted to cut you all open and then climb inside your bodies (laughs) so that we could stay one happy family. When I was just a little girl, I asked my mother, What is this, Danny? I found it. What will I be? Will I be pretty? Will I be rich? Here's what she said.
I, that was on my list too, but I didn't because I thought you would. I mean, we did Evil Dead in the podcast. I've talked about my love for the first three yeah. movies. You didn't put it in front of me, did no, you? No, I didn't watch it. I didn't put it in front of you. I thought it was probably a little much for you, but right. but we can circle back to it if you're interested. Is it gory or like Ooh, a little bit yeah, fucked up? Yeah, there's so much blood. So let me just talk. So I didn't like the remake, the 2013 sure. remake of Evil Dead. That was a movie that was gory and nasty in its gore, like unpleasant to sit through in its gore. Okay. And that was like the only thing that that movie had. And I, I was like, what the I fuck? Is, saw that. Yeah, you don't understand. And I was like, what the fuck is the point of, the point of this movie? It's just nasty for the sake of it. So I went into this do we saying, do we really need another Evil Dead movie? And then again, similar to like child the Child's Play remake from a couple of years ago, I was just really surprised. It does something different. And it does something different in the simplest way possible. It just changes the setting to an apartment building and it makes half the cast children. <laughs> and then the movie, entire dynamic of the movie is, com- is, completely, is completely different. I'm confused. There is... Well, why are you confused by what happens with half the cast being children? Oh and yeah, I don't the know. The movie gives zero fucks about the fact that half its cast is children, which is also something I fucking love about it. Wow. Okay. Yep. Okay. Yep. I'm gonna have to watch it's, it. It's ballsy. There is so much blood. I had a good time. Like it is. Like it is both gory, but it is fun gore. Yeah. And you laugh at how much blood there is yes. because there is so much blood. So is it connected to the other movies, or is it its own it is, thing? It is part. Of, it's in universe, but you you have, you have no, to watch the movie um, to, to understand. What it, it doesn't is. have and um, no Bruce Campbell. Bruce, Bruce Campbell's yeah. never going to return to Ash. It's over. Let it go. Um, to the internet. Um, yeah. yeah. So uh, I mean, he'll lend his likeness to like Fortnite characters and stuff, but he won't play the character. Yeah, again. no, no, no. no. <laughs> um, so that's my number ten. Evil Dead Rise. Sounds also, like something. That also, full put of in Australians of because it was shot in New Zealand. Oh, oh all right. Yeah, during COVID. <laughs> nice. I'm um, just seeing if there's anything else on my list that hasn't already been said. That breaks my heart about the last voyage of the Demeter. By the way, just bringing that back. That, Why? I really thought it was going to be good. I was looking forward to watching it tonight so much. Have a nice time. All right. Dracula is, you have to understand, Dracula is one of my favorite novels of all time. I haven't read the book, but it's one of my favorite characters. This movie's been in development for almost 20 years. I've followed its journey through all of the different different attachments. I've watched the movie. It's just just everything that I hate about modern filmmaking. Damn it. Okay. And yes, so this is my second last movie, not ranked, Mm -hmm. because I... Could have, but didn't think about it. Um, so it is Scream. Scream 6. Scream 6. It's for you. Strange that you and I have never spoken on the phone. This is long overdue. this place a shrine did you miss me he's gonna keep coming after us maybe he gets to win this time we've got to lure him in and then we execute him I hear you're a horror fan. It's been said. 
everywhere Friday. What did you Is it actually called Scream 6? Yes. Okay, cool. It's the oh, yeah, because it's the... The previous one that's just called Scream. That's Scream right. Scream 5 that's called Scream. Because I'm only looking at the little version of the of the poster. It, the the six part makes part of the M ah. in Scream. Yeah. And that's why I thought it might so have Roman been numerals. Called. Yeah, Roman numerals. Scream 5i. Yeah. Um. So Scream, I liked it because it was a bit different to... Uh, other Scream movies, you're looking at me like I'm wrong. No, you're not. <laughs> okay. Scream has devolved into essentially like within universe as a parody of Scream. That's existed since the second movie. Yeah, but now it's now this current one is about the cast of that movie. No. Is that no. Some, no, no, dude, you're so far. I thought that's place. what it was. That's Scream Three. Oh, which came out in the year 2000, almost more than 20. Oh, yeah. Years See, ago. I haven't been watching them. Yeah, I don't think you've seen them. Uh, I've seen one and two for sure. Okay, I yeah. thought I'd seen three. Yeah, no. Sounds like I don't. No. You, you may have seen three and <laughs> so then the, you thought that the rest were also that. Yeah. <laughs> so the, the stab movies, which are yes. the, yeah, they're in the in the canon. There's a movie inside the movie in Scream 3. Yeah. It's set on the set of Stab. Ah, uh, I thought they kept going down that road. No, not really. I mean, they have continued to make fun of the uh, the stab, continuing stab yeah. movies, but they're not part of the. They're not necessarily part of the. the oh, sorry. What's happening with the cat with the characters? So, yeah. Scream, the fifth movie, which introduced new characters along with our legacy characters from the original three movies, yes. and then Scream Six continues on the story of those new of those new characters having moved to new having moved to New York. Yeah, so right. that, that's why it feels different to the others because they're not they're in, not in Woodsboro in Woodsboro anymore. It's set they're in New York. In, yeah, ah. so it's different. So you get you know stuff on subways and different that is and interesting. Like okay. convenience stores and stuff. So it's kind of I was hoping it would be more of that, um, and. Like from the trailer, I thought we thought we both thought that it would be it would be more intense, w- intense, and more of that kind of seeing ghost faced in different kind of circumstances to more? normal. You have to watch the movie, bro. <laughs> um, to, it's just but to yeah. get on to get on your list. What what? Well, I, I mean, I like the screen movies in general. Yeah, and in a similar way to all the Freddy movies, get yeah, good ratings. Okay, sure. So Kira's dancing around my opinion, right? And so let me just tell you because yeah. I think that she has similar feelings. She's Please trying do. not to steal my thunder, right? Sure. Yeah. And by doing that, she's being she's being vague as fuck, right? Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> we, Kira and I. Kira and I, I'm of the opinion, and Kira agrees with me, that Scream needs to move the fuck on. Like, Scream needs to reinvent itself and be something yeah. different. Where in the sixth movie of the series, which, by the way, it was my number six on, on my list. Yeah. Um, that was not intentional because no, I forgot forgotten the movie. It. Originally, it was my five. So it needs to move on. We thought from the trailer that it was going to be essentially set over a single night on Halloween in New York where our characters were basically going to be on the run the entire time. That's what we felt like the trailer sold us, right? Which would have been fantastic. That would have been like a five-star. That would be dope. But that actually sounds amazing. I know, right? Fucking Spyglass, hit me up. Um, <laughs> seriously, they're in crisis for the for the next one. Hit me up. But that's not what the what the movie is. The movie is a it's different because it's set in New, set in New York. Yeah, but it does just follow. It is just follow it a, a more similar similar pattern. It has amazing um, series of set pieces, which is really good because Scream has always been about its set pieces. Yeah, right. And Scream from the Scream Five didn't really have many set pieces. Yeah, so it's a really 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 good time. I the first what do you mean by set pieces like where they're doing the deaths and there's like an so intricate so the best set set up without spoiling Scream Six the best one in Scream Two is 
at a certain point, Ghostface is driving a car, a police car, with two with Nev Campbell and another character in the in the back seat. The car crashes. Sure, they have to get out of the car. Their doors are locked because it's a cop car, so they have to crawl, pull the grate down, yeah. and crawl past Ghostface as he is unconscious, and it builds incredible tension. It I might love be one of the that. best sequences, right? I actually that's fucking a, love that's that. A set yeah. piece. That's a set piece, yeah. right? So Scream Six brings those back. There's quite there's a few of them, and they're, and yeah. they're really really well put together. The subway one is fantastic. Okay. There's one with with characters trying to escape from an apartment with a ladder between two sure. between two, two apartments. They're, they're really really good. They're I've really, seen really that good. one in the trailer. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um. So so that's really really good. The reveal of the killers sucks. It's fucking terrible. The explanation for the killers sucks. It's it drags the movie down. Oh, that's a shame. But Scream is like a warm blanket for me. So it's still on my list. It's still number True. six. Kira, yeah. would you agree with those? Yeah, that's what I was trying to not say because I knew he would want to say yeah. it like that. Could, could I drop in to, like, I, I feel like Scream is a little bit like you don't need to see the other ones to watch them. No, they all connect to each other. Like yeah. So you need to watch you, them? You should watch them. Okay. I mean, I'm okay. the opinion of that of every movie. No, I agree. But, like, I know you just kind of sold me Scream 6 and I was like, yeah, okay, I can watch that one. <laughs> Yeah. But you won't understand who anybody is because there's new characters from five that carry over. All right, fair enough. You'd at the very least want to watch some sort of terrible YouTube video that recaps all the four. No, no. Watch a recap of the first three and then watch five and six. Uh, maybe I, I probably four? would eventually just watch the movies. Oh yeah, sorry, four. <laughs> I just forget about four. Four's I was the just outlier. checking that four's the, the outlier. Four is weird. Four, four is a weird. You got to have one. Well, no, it's not even really an outlier. It's the one that um, it's like the failed screen movie. It's the only screen movie that wasn't a, wasn't a hit. Oh, and it's the movie that they hadn't made one for ten years. It's Wes Craven's last movie. He came back, made it. People were like, "Eh, we're not really into Scream anymore." And I love that movie, but I but it is the the maybe the least memorable one of them. And then you know, ten years later, Wes is dead. They decide they're going to make more Scream movies. Yeah, and and uh, and it's a hit again. People are like, oh yeah, Scream's great. Yeah, so it's weird. But yeah, yeah, if you don't if you don't want to rewatch the first three, you can. I feel like first I should just I be reminded of what it was. Franchise, yeah. But you can always do that next Halloween. Just go yeah, and watch all the Screams. That's a dope idea. Yeah, we have to keep moving along. Brody, what is your next one? If you still is it mine? One? Yep. I oh. said scream. Oh, this is oh my second last one, and I feel like I'm beating both of you to this one. Renfield, sorry to interrupt. Are you okay? I need to get out of a toxic relationship. Why don't you start by telling us what brought you here? My boss, he's different. You can't get him out of your head. No. I need your assistance. I'm coming, Martha! Oh, you feel like he could destroy you with the snap of his fingers. Wouldn't even need to snap. Okay. Uh-huh, that sounds familiar. Yeah, what? Renfield. Bringing innocent victims. I want a handful of nuns, a busload of cheerleaders. And I just want a normal life again. But this modern world is a dangerous place. Thank you. You saved my life. Did I watch you cut a guy with a decorative serving platter? It's all in the wrist. Let me explain. 
My boss gave me this power. In return, I tend to his needs, including care, feeding. You bring him people to eat? You're like the guy that gets the villain's postmates. But if you were to stop focusing on his needs, what would happen? He won't grow to full power. Exactly. He won't grow to full power. What? That's so weird. Why would you phrase it like that? But yes. Hi. Are you here for the meeting? Well, come on. No! Um, no! Some call me the Dark One. Others, the Lord of Death. To most, I am the Okay, obviously we're dealing with a little bit more than just narcissism here. We hated that movie. <laughs> really? Yes. I just love the Nicolas Cage of it all. Oh, you would because you, well, yeah, you love Nicolas Cage. I mean, there's less Nicolas Cage in it. <laughs> I, I really had I, fun. I gave it two. I hated it. What the I, fuck is Aquafina doing in that movie? Yeah, right? Okay, so. Why is it, why is it trying to be a John Wick movie? Is it trying to be a John Wick? It is. All the action is so John Wicky. It has action by 8711, who are the John Wick people. I don't disagree with you on that point. And I don't disagree with you on the Aquafina point. Nicolas like, Cage is in a different movie, and I want to see that movie. Yeah, right? So, look, I admit there are issues. I had a really good time, and maybe I'm just basking in the warm glow because I watched it last night. Okay. But I had a really good time. We, Kira yeah. and I sat there going, no. Like we literally actively like about 40, like half an hour, 40 minutes into the movie, we were like, oh. But we're all, but we're both very attached to the whole lore of and like I also Dracula love Nick Holder. I also like I, I, Dracula. Had, I had a cat named Renfield. Yeah. yeah. Like, and I love the Nick Holt of it all as well. I love Nick Holt I in general. Nick, Nick Holt's great. Yeah. And I, and I actually just, love Aquafina. She shouldn't have. Oh, she's her awesome. whole subplot didn't need to be she's in just, this movie. She's like mumbly trying to be Bill Murray playing a cop and she's not funny. It went in a whole different direction she, that I didn't that want it to go in. You can but tell I still that, had a good time. You can tell that she's improving the whole what, time. Is it's it just, like a three, three and a half for you, four, and four for you, five for you? It's like I put it on my list higher than Fool's Paradise and Blackberry, but I don't think it should be. Right. right. Yeah. No, not even... No, not even a little it's, bit. It's a three. I think there's also a level of I wanted it to be better than it was. Yeah, like, well, I was yeah. kind of like, because I like Nick Holt and I like Renfield. That's true. So I think that it didn't live up to what I wanted that movie to be. Yeah. I thought it was going to be a bit of a, I thought it was going to be about a toxic romance that they didn't know that they were in. <laughs> but the whole film is about Renfield trying to get out of this toxic romance, this toxic relationship. And there's not enough of. Dracula and Renfield together on screen and they don't have any like repertoire. I am talking myself out of <laughs> this being on my list. Yeah, we're pretty good at that. You are pretty good at that. That also does happen when you watch a movie, you like it, and then you and think you about it. you in with other people. Yeah, or I you, haven't had just, the thought about it yet. Yeah, you just think about it. Because that happens a lot with like movies that we see at the movies. I'll walk out uh, out of the cinema with cinema a lot of energy. Like, yeah, because oh, going that was the fantastic. Was a time. Yeah, yeah, true. You and watch then, it at home and you're like, mm. or even just like through talking about it with Ken on the way on the drive home, it's like, oh, yeah, that's true. Oh, yeah. Oh, there's a plot hole there. Oh. Yeah, Ken does steal the fun out of my life. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, look, yeah. I No, I went I went zero for two with Dracula movies this year. Uh, yeah. There are some issues with it. 
But hey, but listen, I don't want to. But like, you can still I'm have not, a good time with it. Like, yeah. if you I, like I, it, I you did have it. a good time, but listen, I love what you love. What you love I can imagine you enjoying the humor and fight of it. For it. Like it's just yeah, it just doesn't work for me. I no, I'm not going to fight for it. You get, look, I will if I I think it's warranted. And if you came at me about BlackBerry, I would have fought you over that. Oh, that would be yeah. fantastic. Um, I mean, I but look. I will say it's it's probably the bottom. Oh no. Okay, can we, can we just? I would say it's after Dungeons and Dragons. Taking up now. a lot of air, waffling about about whether or not Guys, you like it. It's very important to me where my list is. <laughs> okay. This is why I didn't rank mine. <laughs> okay, number nine for me mm. was the movie that Kira forgot. It's Air. 1984 has been a tough year. Our sales are down. Our growth is down. Sonny, I brought you in here to grow the basketball business. People don't know what the hell a Nike is. What's a Converse? NBA All-Star shoe. There's nothing cool about Nike. You would have to have a pretty compelling pitch. I can tell them the one thing the other companies can't compete with. Our basketball division is terrible. I do not love it. This is where you come up with a brilliant idea that no one else can see. Let's hear it. I got it. I found him. Who's that? Jesus? Can't afford it. I'm willing to bet my career on one guy. My name's Sonny Vaccaro. I'm with Nike. Do you typically make it a habit of showing up at people's front doors unannounced? I don't like to take no for an answer. Oh, man. Here we go. You ask me what I do here. This is what I do. I find you players, and I feel it this time. Okay, it's risky. When you were selling sneakers out of the back of your Plymouth, that was risky. Don't change that now. For a rookie? Yes. Who's never set foot on an NBA court. That's the literal definition of rookie. Yeah. What's the plan? We build a shoe line around just him. I need the greatest basketball shoe that's ever been made. Who's the player? Michael Jordan. You'll motor it. I believe in your son. I believe he's the future. And his story is going to make us want to fly. But a shoe is just a shoe. Until my son steps into it. Got a name for it? Air Jordan. I don't know. Seriously? Maybe it'll grow on me. Hey, why wouldn't you leave that for me to say? Because what's, I'm doing mine in, what's in that the about? rank of order. It's about the um, it's about how Nike signed Jordan. Ah, uh, yeah, by, it was really good. Directed by Ben Affleck, starring Matt Damon. Uh, Affleck's in as well, playing as Oh, you know, fuck. I didn't even hear about this one. Um, I should hate inspirational corporate dramas. There is a rash of them. Blackberry is kind of kind of one of them. Yeah. Except that it, you know, it's um doesn't have a happy ending. Yeah. Um, but this is really well made. Affleck knocks it out of the park. It's not like anything else he's directed. Uh it's really funny. It's really great. Yeah. Great character yeah. work. Yeah. Really enjoyed it. Okay. And also so definitely check it out. Yeah. You don't have anything else you to stole, say? I stole, 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 stole <laughs> It's the one that she forgot about. So, Kira, have you got anything else on your list? Mm, I don't think so. There's one that I am worried what? that you guys didn't it. like because you guys haven't mentioned it. No, everything else it, on my list is like either two star or is like. If it's what I think it is. I think it is. Not really a movie. Strong feelings. 
I'm curious what you think. I think you know what it is. Do you think it's something I think? No, I think I know what it is. Let's not. Let's go. Let's go. How about you do that one next? Go. (laughs) So you don't have one? No, everything else I wouldn't actually put on my list. So this is my last one. Good job, Kira. Thank you. Yeah. This is my last one. Um, I'm feeling now that you guys are going to have strong feelings about it. Kira didn't say it. Oh, but I, I kind of. I really enjoyed it. I'm not going to fight you, but like I had, I need to watch it again. How about you name it? Well, I'm building up to it. (laughs) Oppenheimer. We imagine a future. And our imaginings horrify us. They won't fear it. Until they understand it. And they won't understand it. Until they've used it. Take you only so far. I don't know if we can be trusted with such a weapon. But we have no choice. Yeah, Kira yeah. didn't say it, and I have strong feelings. Okay, tell me. No, I'd like to hear what you like liked about it first. Um, okay, so uh, 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 um, I'm blanking on his name. Killian Murphy. Killian Murphy, his intensity in everything he does, I find amazing. Yeah, he's incredible. He's probably one of the greatest actors, actors of our generation, and he will continue to be so. Yeah. Um, I need to rewatch it because it touched on so many things, and it actually- I 181 can, minutes. Yeah. Oh, it goes for three. It goes for over three hours. Yeah. Yeah, that's why I didn't put it in front of you. We we went and watched Gold Class with it, so we yeah, we right. had a good time watching. Oh, it. that helps. Yeah, I think honestly, besides airbrushing over a lot of things in history that probably weren't okay about Oppenheimer and like you know, I think the movie's pretty honest about him. Yeah, and like how Einstein is his like hero of like morality when he like definitely wasn't. Um, and I don't know, like, but it's just the way. It's told to keep a story like that with so many different times and so many different parts together was very impressive. When I first came in, I feel like I was just assaulted a little bit in such a good way. That's that's Nolan's style, yeah. Yeah. And I just, I think I was a little bit enamored and in awe of it to find fault. 
So I'm really interested to see what you have to say. It's got so many people in it. Strong like, feelings. Yeah. So Kira knows about Everyone's this. Everyone's in Kira's it. heard my little rant, my rant about Oppenheimer. Uh, okay, so I'm going to start, with the, start with the positive. I'm going to start yeah. with the positive first. Um, Christopher Nolan is like yeah. I'm a Christopher Nolan. Yeah. I don't want to say fanboy because I hate people that are toxic fanboys. But, but like but you love, I love Tenet, Christopher, so do I. Love I. Christopher Nolan movies. Christopher Nolan has never made a movie I don't I don't love. Yeah. Thank you. He, I think that the lowest ranking movie of his for me is like insomnia and still three star, three star movie. Yeah. Right. Love Christopher Nolan movies. Don't love three star. Okay. Don't love superhero movies. Love his dark Knight trilogy. Yeah. Love inception. Love, love tenant is like, Tenant is so my jam. I watched it again a few people couple, couple bag of weeks ago. out Tenant oh, no. and Inception, and yeah, I just I don't this. get it. It's fucking movies. really nobody cool. Else, nobody else is attempting to make the types of movies he is at the scale that he is. Yeah, he um, sits in a unique place in cinema, especially at this moment with his insistence to shoot on film, which I love him for. For the first two hours of Oppenheimer, I was totally in yeah it's propulsive it's got great characters they use a bunch of a Good bunch word. of really impulsive for this movie very well said. that's nolan's style yeah. nolan moves at a clip he, it's a three-hour movie that never stops never yeah. stops moving he cuts between timelines it's all for, it's all it's a, it does it's a, not feel like a three-hour movie doesn't right. feel, it doesn't feel like a three-hour movie and then the last hour happened after the dropping of the, let me do my thing where 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 are you starting from the the dropping of the bomb yeah, they dropped the bomb. The movie is so so subjective. The screenplay was written in the first person. It was I walk into a room. Mm. The entire movie is couched, even though it has vast characters, as being Oppenheimer's <laughs> perspective of the of the of the movie. Yeah, of the events that happened. Yeah, and then at the moment that it really needed to be subjective and show us what he sees and why he changed his mind about the bomb. It chickens the fuck out. It lets us emotionally off the hook and him emotionally off the hook by never showing us the horror of the new, of what the nuclear bomb did. And as I wrote my letterbox review, I don't need a 20 minute saving private Ryan sequence where I see bodies get blown apart. I have huh. stood next to the Hiroshima dome. I've seen the tattered clothes of school children. I'm actually getting emotional thinking about it. I've seen the tattered clothes of school children that escaped the bomb and the shadows of people burnt onto, yeah. st- onto stone. Yeah. And the movie never, ever shows us how Oppenheimer sees that. It spends the entire last hour of the movie in a fucking courtroom drama cutting between two different timelines about how America treated him because of his politics afterwards. Who gives a fuck? fuck about that who gives a fuck that they took away his little secret 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 special pass that allowed him to be a part of part of mm. a part of mm. the building of the hydrogen bomb so the movie completely fails its audience in its, in its last hour but really As I the said, premise I is strong, set up at the first couple of minutes I know that and I know that his poli- like the way that he was treated and his politics were important but the movie goes so hard on trying to put us into his perspective and then never shows mm. us how he feels about the bomb but see, don't you feel like and that's scene, because he disassociates a little bit? But there's a scene where he's sitting watching in a meeting, sitting watching photos of yeah, the aftermath. He's and disassociating. We, but we never see the photos. It, it lets him off. But it, 
it it totally doesn't it it steals the impact of what of it what, does. What that moment is. Oh, it, it does. Becoming, Fuck you. It, it does. It stops kinda. becoming about the emotion of of what he is him the realization of what he's done and becomes about how America treated him afterwards and how he felt about that. But so, they do deal with that a little bit. Oh, it's so brushed. It's so brushed over. It and it's because. Fuck. And it's because. <laughs> Brody's very mad that you're because, right. <laughs> and it's because Nolan, and I understand that, here's the thing, I understand the choice. I understand that Nolan isn't interested in that part of the story. Yeah. Right? But I don't, like, you're being subjective and it's a true it's a true story and not everything needs to be a documentary, I'm not saying. But, but, but it just- it, You're saying, like, and you're right, because, like, it's from his, the way he sees these you events. Wanted the the, the, the whole you, time. you wanted, wanted the, the emotional weight of that. wanted the moment. emotional weight of that to matter and it doesn't. But it's how he, he, like, it's the thing he cares about and the thing that's, it is subjective the whole way through. Yeah, but then it's but then it brushes over what should be the the last hour, the last hour should be about th- how he felt about the bomb being dropped, and they spend literally like a couple of minutes on it. They do that sequence; it's a great sequence where he's in the hall and everybody's cheering after they've dropped the bomb, and he realizes what he's done, and the background begins mm, to shake. Which, by yeah. the way, they did practically with projection mapping, which is amazing, right? But it doesn't it doesn't that's it. And then the next hour, that whole final hour of the movie yeah. is is intercutting the petty fucking feud with with Robert Downey Jr.'s character, yeah. which is just a fucking knockoff of they and they talk about it in the making of knockoff of like Armadeus, where he's like the Solari character. Um, nah, you lost me on that one. Don't worry about it. People will understand what I'm talking about. And and then him sitting in that tiny room having to justify the choices he made. Ah, eh, whatever. So Oppenheimer didn't make my list. It went from oh. it went from what would have been probably for the in the first two hours if it had continued on that course a five star movie for me, and it went to it went to a two and a half. Wow. Oh, I, I mean, I get you and your yep. criticism is and, so apt. But listen, but listen, if you, and I keep saying this, if you love the movie, fucking love the movie. I'm yeah. not telling, I never, ever, ever tell people how to feel about it. How movies. many times have you watched it? I only need to see it once. Yeah, see, I need to watch it again. I felt assaulted when yeah. I came out. Yeah, I I felt the same way. I was in it. I was getting goosebumps. I was like the physics stuff and the, the all the micro photography that they yeah. used. To, like I was in that movie. I was in that movie so hard. And then literally it was like they'd literally like somebody came along with a pair of scissors and cut the, my connect, my emotional connection to that movie. Oh, I, I think from my memory of watching it, I feel like, Maybe the same thing happened to me, but by the end of the movie, like I, it had pitted out so that by the end of the movie, the last hour was just. You didn't have quite as hard a reaction to them yeah. not giving you the emotional payoff yeah. there. But it was also date night. I went to gold class. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. totally. And yeah. It's a, it is a it is a Nolan movie. It is a yeah. saturating, immersive, full experience. Yeah. yeah. And the craft is impeccable. Five stars for the craft. Yeah. Right. But I can't. But it can't be on my ah, list. Just, I would love for you to watch it. Would love for you to watch it and give I me. Don't know how I feel about sitting through a three-hour movie yeah, that Ken gave a two and a half. Yeah. <laughs> well, you make your own choices. Yeah, it's just committing to. I know it. you don't have to. I would just be interested. In <laughs> I would be interested rever- to know what I feel as well. But yeah. oh my god, the reversal for for what is next on my list is like ama- is just. I'm amazing. out. So bring it on. At number eight, the Pope's Exorcist. <laughs> Father Gabriele Amorit. On the night of June 4th, you performed an exorcism. 
that was not an exorcism. The majority of cases do not require an exorcism. 98% are recommended by him to doctors and psychiatrists. The other 2%, I call it evil. We have more questions for you, Father Mort. You have a problem with me. You talk to my boss, the Pope. There is a case that needs your attention. Bring me the priest. I'm here to help, Julia. Wrong priest! Take caution. There are secrets buried there. Is the Vatican sealed? The church has fought against this demon before. The Vatican covered it up. We need to find out why. You've been played. You talk the fate. Whatever you do, you only do because God allows it. Did he allow that? Imagine what could happen if the devil possessed the soul of the Pope's exorcist. Who will defend you? My faith does not require defense. I've had mixed reviews, but I feel like I would love that movie. I'm not into into exorcism movies, but if Russell Crowe with his Mario accent and Red Vespa bombing around Rome and fighting demons isn't a good time for you, you cannot sit with me at lunchtime. I have seen clips and shots of him on that Vespa and it, it looks like so the coolest fucking thing I've okay. ever seen. So the movie is like just fine, right? The plot and the like the him like exercising a demon. It's about a it's, there's a, uh, a family that moves into a, a house they've inherited in Italy sure. and then they one of them one of the kids gets possessed by a demon and and right. That's all fine. But but Russell Russell Crowe is just having the best time. Swinging. He is so funny that I just was like, I, I could watch 10 more of these movies, please. Oh, I hear his accent is, is awesome too. It's so funny. Yeah. <laughs> He's standing next to actual Italians doing that <laughs> accent. The fucking balls of that man. I love that man. Like so, I know he has some issues, but I love that. So that's man. my that's my, that's my number my number eight. What rating did you give that one? Oh, it's a four-star movie for me. Four-star movie. Wow. It's also based on a true story. And when you look into the story of the real guy that Russell Crowe is playing, he also thought that uh, he's he's pretty extreme. Yeah, He thought the Satan got into you through breakfast cereal. (laughs) Um, That's fantastic. You guys are done? Yeah, we're done, man. At number seven, I've I've done, we've talked to most of my list. I've only got a couple. At number seven is um, a movie that the internet says is from 2022, but- it premiered at festivals and came out in wild release this year. So I count it as a movie that came out this year. It's Kids vs. Aliens. It's going to be a long one tonight, boys.
gonna die! Yeah! We should have a party. We'll keep it small and your parents won't find out, I promise. human skin to feel their spaceship. I don't want my body to be alien fuel. This means war. that i saw it comes up as 2022 it played it like a, it played it like beyond fest last year i right? would have had that on my I list if I knew that, that, that looks fun it's, it a, is, it's, a, it's a halloween movie with kids who love wrestling and making backyard movies save the world from from aliens fuck yeah it looks like it was shot in uh 16 millimeter film that was dropped in acid yeah like it's yeah. just it just has this insane look to it and it's also another movie that's not afraid to put kids in danger kids fucking die in that movie yeah, it's great awesome. i had a really good i had a really good time with it that's my number seven um we talked about everything down to my number three which is my last movie to talk about uh anybody got a guess on what it is <sighs> number three that i don't know if it came out this year but mm. iron claw the Iron Claw again. That's a festival movie that hasn't come out in wide release yet. I so thought it had in a class okay. next year. Okay, okay, yeah. Um, no. Mm, trying to think of movie number three. Mm. Your number one was was Wick, and number two was Dark Harvest. Uh, um, I feel like Banshees I should be able to guess Sharon. this. Uh, that's last year. Oh, and also I didn't like that movie. Really? Yeah. No, I love that. Like yeah, it was okay. Like I didn't, no, I shouldn't say I didn't like that movie. It was okay. It was fine. Yeah. I really like both of them. Yeah. Same. But, and they were cute, but I didn't think the movie amounted to much. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. Cause I feel like it's so surprising that something is There's your number three and There's you didn't show it to me. Well, you've seen. Is there a big one we haven't. <laughs> Wait, you've seen two hours of it. I'm oh, <laughs> my number three is, is Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part I One. I can't believe that hasn't been mentioned it yet. Our lives are the sum of our choices. And we cannot escape the past. Ethan, this mission of yours is gonna cost you dearly. world is changing. Truth is vanishing. War is coming. It's been a long time, friend. 
no idea the power it represents. It knows your story and how it ends. Listen to me. The world's coming after you. His fate is written. Shall we write yours too? If anything happens to them, there's no place that I won't go to kill you. That is written. finished it yet. Oh. Kira hasn't finished it. We I've been watching it, it in stages. We watched I've it in one hour chunks, yeah. basically. Yeah. Another one on There's my only list so that I thought you guys Tom would mention. There's only so much Tom Cruise that I can watch in one go. Yeah. yeah. So, um, look, it's not as... Um, Fallout is one of my favourite movies of the yeah. previous Mission Impossible movie. It's like one of my favourite movies of the whatever year that it came out, two, three years ago. And it is not Fallout, but it is still incredible. The stunts were a little bit less impressive this time around, but again, it's another movie that has propulsive action. It mm. pulls you in and then it drags you through the story. Yeah. It's definitely a funnier movie than, than than Fallout. I had a really good time. Every pretty much every kind of set piece and sequence is like is is pretty amazing. Is um what's his name? I really loved it. Still in him? Oh yeah, he's still Simon Pegg. Yep. Yes, of course. He's gonna Fuck be in yeah. those movies until till love uh, that man. The end the end of the end of time. What I've seen of it I liked. You know what I would love? Other than the I fact that what? I hate Tom Cruise. I forgot the movie that I forgot again, so that'll be the last <laughs> yeah. one. I have one more. You know, what I, you know what I would love is to see, and I know you didn't like the first one. Which but one? I would, uh, Mission Impossible. Uh, it's a Brian De Palma movie and I just don't gel. I do like it more than I than I, than I used to. I've that yet. happens a lot with him with older movies. There'll be movies and he's like, oh, yeah, it was okay, and then we rewatch it and he's like, that's a fantastic movie. It is such a special because place. Because movies aren't good movies anymore. are not as good as they used to. <laughs> yeah. Well, and not as satisfying to me as they but used I would, to But I would love not a remake but for a – for one of the Mission Impossible movies to be shrunk down to that scale again. Yeah, sure, fair enough. They have turned yeah. into, into essentially they turned into Bond movies. Yeah, so they out, and I feel they the same Bond Bond movies at yeah. this point. Yeah, and I feel the same about Fast and the Furious. Love where they've gone. Would love a shrunken. Oh no, we, you didn't. A Fast and Furious movie came out this year. It's not on my list. Oh, <laughs> I'm done. With wow, that. I'm I'm out. I'm Did done. I- Let's talk about that for a second. No, you didn't even see it. No. I'm done with that. That's a big drop off from you. I've been done since I've been on Hobbs the way. To, I've been on the way. To, yeah, it's done since yeah. since eight. So three yeah. three strikeouts in a row. I'm done. Oh, I'm done. Wow. Yeah, I mean, it's fucking intolerable. We left up until probably, seven, didn't we? Yeah, seven. Seven is where the series should have ended. Okay. Okay. Yeah. The yeah. fate of the Furious is to go downhill. Oh God. <laughs> um. I would probably still watch stuff just because I still like the characters. 
yeah, some of the characters, but quite a lot of the characters that I like aren't really in it anymore. So Yeah. My favourite part of Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1 was when watching it with Kira. She was like, well, that's weird. Why is he wearing a mask? <laughs> like, Not wearing a mask? Like, no, no, no. Mission Impossible's had mask stuff in it since the oh, dawn of yeah. time. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I had completely forgotten about the mask thing. She was the like, latex mask yeah. that they rip yeah. off. Yeah, yeah. good. She's, I'm she glad that she's doing like, it. bumped on that. She's yeah. like, that's pretty stupid. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, well, maybe you should have told Tell them. Tell you what I bumped on. Maybe you should have told them when they did the TV show in the 1960s. What I yeah, bumped on I, is yeah, fucking yeah. the... Um, the Marvel Winter Soldier ripoff that they did. And I was like, that is a fucking Mission Impossible gag if I've seen. I don't, I don't, I'm sorry. Oh yeah, who am I talking to here? (laughs) So my final movie, it's actually probably appropriate that I talk about it last, even though it was my fifth movie. And you keep forgetting it And I keep forgetting about it. It is, of course, talk to me. (laughs) Have you seen the group chat? They're doing it again tonight. No. Please. It's my mum's remembrance day. I just want to forget about it. Who's up? I'll do it. Cannot go for more than 90 seconds. Am I clear? What happens after 90 seconds? (laughs) They'll want to stay. Light the candle to open the door. Blow it out to close it. Put your hand on it. Now say, talk to me. Talk to me. What did the hand feel like? It felt amazing. I could see and feel everything on the other side. So my mom, she was trying to reach out. Mom, I'm here. Still been seeing stuff. You've been saying stuff. What if we opened the door, but we didn't shut it? They followed us. I like him. They're not gonna stop. No, they're never gonna stop. They like you. Talk to me. Fuck, that would have been a Talk why is that not on my out? list? The Australian horror movie with the hand. Oh, I didn't know that was Australian. Shot and set in Adelaide. I directed didn't know by the Philippoo boys. Good, oh, fuck, good, I should good, watch good it. Greek boys from Adelaide. That is on my list. That, yeah, I know. It says 2022. Again, because it premiered at a festival, but it showed in cinemas in 20 in twenty. Uh, yeah. So I would have had two more movies on my list. Yeah. So yeah, talk to me. It's great. It's it's um How did uh, you forget talk to me? Uh because I think that it is 2022. And when I looked at my letterbox list and did a sort, it didn't show up. And so yeah. I didn't, didn't put it on there. Um but yeah, it's amazing. I own the hand. I, yeah. bought, I, bought a, I bought the box set with a replica of the hand. Um, it's such a good time. In this, I saw it in cinema. The first time I watched it, I 
thought that the last act was a bit of a mess. I still kind of feel that way, but um, it's but, got some shine to it. But it, but it's, but it, but it grew. Your number five. Yeah, it's my number five. Wow. So run down and run down of my of my list. Yeah. You want to run down of my list from the top, uh, from the bottom, from the bottom. Fifteen hypnotic. Fourteen magic Mike's last dance. Thirteen D and D. Twelve Barbie. Eleven Blackberry. Ten Evil Dead Rise. Nine Air. Eight Pope's Exorcist. Seven Kids vs Aliens. Six Scream Six. Five Talk to Me. Four The Killer. Three Mission Impossible. Two Dark Harvest. And one John Wick Chapter Four. Yeah, mm. I still I, like. I understand why all the ones that are above it are above it, but I also don't. For Talk to Me. Yeah. Yeah, I really. I, I mean, I really, really liked it. Yeah. It, um. Yeah. Good. Good craft. It's, we had a good time. Great. You should see that time. one. Yeah. 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 Definitely. Yeah. It's on um it's on Netflix at the moment in Australia. Yeah. It's a good time. I, I have gone to watch it a couple of times and I was like, ah, oh, it's just another like random horror movie. I didn't know it was Australian. Yeah, it's Australian. And yeah. it's just good and it's like indie indie good. It it's pretty popular. People love it, right? Yeah, there's gonna yeah. be a sequel. Talk to me. Yeah. Mad. <laughs> of course. Yeah. I think it should be t- to talk to me, but yeah. <laughs> the Fast and Furious rules. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that's it. That's our last episode of the year. We'll be back for year three of the podcast. Oh, oh, wow. wow. Most likely at the end of January or February of 2024. Yeah. I think last year we came back at the beginning of Feb. Yeah. Plenty of time for you to finish listening to Highlander Part 2, The Quickening. Yeah. <laughs> Ellie. <laughs> yeah. All those people. <laughs> but um, before we go, next year, the way that we pick movies <laughs> is that our co-hosts uh-huh. Also, taking turns picking for three choices I prepared. This week is Kira's pick. She will pick for the first movie of next year. If a movie remains unpicked Excellent. three times, it's struck out and taken off list, although I can bring it back at a later date of my choosing. We forgot to do this last year, so we had to do this online. Do you guys remember? We did the oh, Christmas yeah, episode. Yeah. yeah. So still on the list with two strikes, which is my fuck up because they both have two strikes, is... <gasps> I mean, he gets to decide when they come back at any point. Spoilers. (laughs) A Nightmare on Elm Street Part 5, The Dream Child. Consequences of this now. <laughs> the continuity. Um. Yep. Cool. It's yep. It's it's Freddy. It's a boy. It's, it's the fifth one. Yep. Freddy's dead. The final nightmare. As a boy, he was always different. No one understood him. You ready for it, boy? It's time to take your medicine. Thank you, sir. No one could control him. Go inside, honey. But now, it's a new beginning. The beginning of the end for Freddy. Every town has an Elm Street. It's your mind will go for. I'll get you, my pretty, and your little soul too. 
hit him with everything we got. Now I'm playing with power. We're in Twin Peaks here. It's got to be me and him. You want to live? Maggie, watch out! What's with kids today, huh? Freddy's Dead, the final nightmare. Great graphics. They saved the best for last. That isn't the final nightmare. Freddy dies in 3D. Aw. Freddy Vision. I want to do Freddy Vision. Yeah, so I fucked up by adding both of those movies and then adding Freddy's Nightmares. Yeah. And then we ended up in this situation. Honestly, I just didn't think about it. So one of those movies is going to drop off the list, which is a real shame because the next movie I'm putting on the list is Wes Craven's New Nightmare. Well, we're definitely watching that. Mark it, common mark. I'm doing a film about my nightmares as I'm dreaming them. In order for the movie to continue, it, it was dependent on me having more nightmares. Well, fortunately, I did. I'm a little frightened by what Wes may have tapped into. I frankly felt that it was over when we did the last, the final nightmare. In a town where movies go over schedule and directors go over budget, something far more evil is out of control. suffered its own terror today as two of Hollywood's best-known special effects technicians were found dead. Part of the theme of the movie is becoming like part of the making of the movie. Can you come with me in my dreams? I think that only happens in the movies. When the story dies, the evil is set free. Now that the films have ended, the genie's out of the bottle. That's what the nightmares are telling me, and that's what I'm writing. This is still a script we're talking about, right, Wes? You've decided to cross over out of films into our reality. The only way to stop them is to make another movie. Oh, my God. The bad man's getting awful close. You're going to have to make a choice. Choice. Whether or not you're willing to play Nancy one last time. No! Mommy! Cut the effect! Isn't there somebody who can stop him? That person's you. Who I mean. But it was you that gave Nancy her strength. Nancy. Where's my gun? Oh, wow. Which one do we not watch? This does not look like what I thought it would be. From the creator of the original, A Nightmare on Elm Street, Wes Craven's A New Nightmare. I know I like New Nightmare. Um, yay. We'll yeah. definitely do that. <laughs> um, not right now, though. We have to decide what's happened between Nightmare on Elm Street 5 and Nightmare on Elm Street 6. Uh, can I put my hand on the scale? 
You want to jump straight to New Nightmares? <laughs> <laughs> kind of, but just like looking at back at this, I'm like, I know this this will be good. Yeah, well, we're not going to lose that. Yeah, but like number five is the one that we watched the trailer for and like is definitely the one that I was like, I want to fucking watch that one. So just putting that out there. Listen, I'm just saying, I know that I fucked up and I also have a lot of power about what goes on the list. <laughs> <laughs> He'll just bring it back. Excellent. <laughs> Shh. I've never rigged this game. Ever. But what I'm saying to you is I can rig this game. <laughs> well, then let's go right ahead and continue in our, because I might have chosen the 3D one just because yeah, I, I know for a fact yeah. that we that we own 3D glasses and I was looking forward ah. to having to wear them. Um, so we'll start we, the whole movie. It's just, yeah, it's just a section of it. Yeah, let's go Nightmare 5, The Dream Child. Mm, I don't mm. remember which one this is. Well, it's the one with the dream child. Yeah, clearly. Well, that's it. That's it for the We've year. We've got to wait so long to watch yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> no, it's going to be forever. You guys are going to all forget what happened in those movies. And yeah, holy shit, Nightmare's still possibly ongoing forever. <laughs> yeah. Point. We're just a nightmare cast. If they can make another film by the time that we get to the end of the Oh, I really hope they don't. <laughs> really, really hope they don't. But um, uh, thank you for listening this year. You should definitely go outside and make stuff and do your own things and touch grass and don't listen to this goddamn podcast. But do. You and we love you. You can sit in the you. grass while listening to this yeah. podcast. Sure. Outside. Look, guys, we love you. And as has been pointed out, I did promise to kiss all of the listeners. So if and you guys start lining dances. up, whatever, just look, th- consider this my cameo. <laughs> Put a request in with a review. Follow send, us at Week of Video. Send gifts and money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. In the third year, we make money. Yeah. <laughs> and only straight talk in here. It's from Freddie. Okay. <laughs> I love Brendan Lee. <laughs> talk to me. Scene. <laughs> scene. Uh, yeah, fucking scene. <laughs> Thank you.